Play us in, Jim. Oh, that sound is terrible, John. <laughs> God. <laughs> He was like, John was clicking his teeth together. That's I was like, doing that percussion. That's like my second least favorite sound after nails on a blackboard. I hope your dentist didn't hear that. Oh, God. Oh. And welcome to the After Improv Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Tony Augusti. Here, as always, with the wizard, the warrior, and the maiden true, Jim Harper, John Yar, and Heather Anonymous. Sitting in with the band tonight is Jake Russell. What up, Jake? Dipset. Damn it, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> we have our unknown, our, my unknown guest is looking at me with a puzzled look, but... It's all right, unknown guest. I mean, this is just this is just how it goes. She's never been on a podcast before, so. <gasps> but, I can't uh, believe you called her out like that, Tony. Well, it's not calling anybody out. I wouldn't call this a podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call it, Jim? Conversation. Oh, okay. That's that's a good save. I like Thanks. that. Um, After Improv <laughs> is a podcast about uh, southeastern Detroit, pod- Michigan podcasting or not podcasting? Uh, oh, improv. What is this? It's, it's all about podcasting. This? Have you been drinking, Tony? Yeah, I, I, we, I should this say is off we off the rails, Tony. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle it. We, I've had two shots of Fireball, and <laughs> our, like our unknown guest has had, uh, she's like halfway into a soft parade, and um, oh. two Fireball or two shots of Fireballs, but one and a half shots of Fireball. I've had two full shots. Heather Anonymous is already Heather Drunk Anonymous. No, uh-huh. I'm Buzz Anonymous. Heather, Heather Buzz Anonymous. She's had oh, a shot and a half and uh, some hard cider. Supple sips of Angry Orchard. Jim Harper's definitely drunk. Oh, yeah. he hasn't even yeah, opened his true. Angry Orchard. John That's Yars, mine. totally fine as <laughs> usual. Mine. Jake Russell. He spilled his chicken McNuggets all over the place, and he was feeding my boss fries. So I don't know what's your. And he's looking at me like very intently, like <laughs> like now he's laughing. Like, so are you drunk, Jake? Are you buzzing? No, I'm drunk. I mean, I'm under the influence of McDonald's right now. Okay. Oh. That's even worse. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Heart palpitations. I think I pulled a muscle uh, eating. Yeah, we'll get I more. I don't more, know which muscle yet. But. More on that later. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to invent a new segment for that. But yeah, after improv, <laughs> after improv is a podcast for and by Detroit improvisers. Where we meet people in the community and just talk about improv and, you know, I think anybody that's interested in improv or just people would like it, you know, because we get to learn some interesting things. And sometimes some boring things, but not tonight. It's all interesting tonight, guys. Tony, you should be cutting all the boring parts. I do. That's why I spend, uh, it's, it's a labor of love. I know? wouldn't know. Me and I guess, it's, it's a labor of obligation, I guess, you know. If I could hire somebody <laughs> to do it, I would. But for, so well, I'll say I heard that we're getting an intern. You know, there's rumors about that. Somebody has applied to be our intern. Mm-hmm. Um, a young boy. A young boy. Um, a young man. A young man. Eight years old. No. no. He's no. definitely underage, though. Underage? Yeah, for the purposes of our podcast. His character. He's under 30. He's applying as a character, so the character oh. is underage. So. Well, I like him. Okay. He's, uh, he um, wants to do like on-the-street interviews With at Heather Jones Anonymous. No, not with, he didn't mention that at all. Oh, I thought he did. Uh, no. I told him you should. Oh, okay. Well, that's not so. Oh. That wasn't his idea. That was just you. Anyway, yeah, but he. The people yeah, listening, you can <laughs> see that they're fighting to take this off the rails, but I'm not going to let it happen. So I'm going to introduce our guest tonight, who's <laughs> been patiently waiting and you looking at it us up, Tony. and debating: Should I have come? Should I have come? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you should have. You made the yeah. right choice. Anonymous guest. So our guest tonight is an esteemed member of the Detroit improv community. Uh, well, what was that noise you were, you were really making this like gesture like I'm, hype it up? I feel like I'm hiding. 
Oh, okay. I've been silent this whole time. Well, so you were free I feel to like talk. You scream. No, you were you were free to talk the whole time. I I figured, but okay, it had been long enough that I hadn't talked, so I figured I just. Wait. That's true. That's true. And now I ruined it. Yeah, no, not at all. There's no. You can't ruin what's already ruined. You know. Oh yeah. That's you're right. uh, well. No, that's not the right way to put it. But uh, there's no mistakes. It's like improv. You know, mm-hmm. you got to take it and. You know, that's if improv has taught us nothing for the thousands of dollars we have collectively spent on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Peterson reminded us uh, that the other day. He's like, if you're in this class, that means you spent at least a thousand dollars on improv. And that really kind of like floored everybody. And we're like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, that was just for wow. that program. Yeah, I know about three programs. Yeah. So, so I we've actually the group, the, the core podcast group has spent at least three thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. Each. Well, that's a lot to think about. <laughs> I don't want to think about interest. it. Yeah, plus interest. Yeah. You haven't paid it off, right? You haven't paid off any of it. Fuck. No, I haven't. OK. What? Yeah. How much interest? I paid it on my credit card. How oh. much interest are you paying? 18.5%? Something like that? I don't Crazy. know. It's like $80 what's every your, month. Heather and wow. Anonymous, what's your uh, credit card balance right now? My big credit card. Oh, my God. That's not the right answer. Oh, man. No. <laughs> well, you know, I've got like a Target credit card. Okay. Well, that's like $1,200. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Are yeah, you that's, serious? Is, that's your big one, Holt. No, that's her. What? That's her not big one. That's, that's her target. That's got to be like thirty-two percent APR on a target credit card. No, it's not that much. But I need to pay that one off. It is high interest. So I'm gonna get a loan from my credit. Consolidate. Union. Okay. I'm gonna so consolidate. You know, I've got another one card that's got like uh, five or six hundred dollars on it. And then my big one's got like $5,000. Oh, my. Heather, you should do a but financial Tony, podcast. But, Tony, <laughs> I, I just spent two years in grad school where I was only working part-time, and I didn't make enough money to pay for everything. So I have a $500 medical bill that went on there. I've got um, like six months of car insurance that went on there. I've got like all my books for two years of grad school, and I've got... The plan and ant writing sketch writing program and the whole thing, the whole oh, thing, Tony. I hope it was worth well, it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're a teacher in that program. <laughs> Unnamed guest. I can't tell her whether it was worth it to her. Oh, okay. No, it That's was good. Point. No, I'm gonna pay it off. Like I knew what I knew. I didn't have the money to pay out of pocket. I told you guys I didn't have money. Maybe you could True. get a house and roll it into your mortgage. I know. I can't believe you were thinking of buying a house with all this. Why? I don't know. Anyway, our guest tonight, guys. You're not my financial advisor. Yeah, I know. I I don't take anyone's good advice. Exactly. Guys, I want to shout out Ashley. I know. Thank you, Jake. It's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest tonight is very patient. First of all, very lovely. And uh, she. I've been waiting for three hours. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, this was really three hours of preamble. I just cut it down to like two minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So she's a member of the Planet Ant Home Team, a member emeritus of the Go Comedy resident cast. Yeah, so it's is that been, a word? Yeah, yeah, it's a word. Okay. So it just means that you haven't done anything in a long time there. I teach. Oh, no, I mean, you haven't yeah. performed in a showdown in a long time. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Better. Gotcha, babe. All right. And uh, she uses babe, so you know she's in the biz. You know, she uses <laughs> terms like that. She is a writer, director, actor, and a great improviser. Teacher. Teacher. Life coach? I mean, I. No. I've never guided you, anyone's life. Okay. Do you have any hobbies? Falconeering. <laughs> no. Do you scrapbook or no. decoupage? What? No. Uh, <laughs> Do you collect anything? Um, no, I don't. I think. <laughs> I think, I think collecting things is not a good idea. No, I'm of the same mind. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a waste of space. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I've collected random things that I probably shouldn't have and should clear out of my space. Okay, we'll get no. to all Memories. that. Memories. 
um, <laughs> yes, memories. Oh, director. Those, She's a director. Yeah. She, said she directed See You Next Doomsday. I did. And she recently was took part in the Planet Ant sketch show. Not recently. It's already like uh, like April, I think, back in April. Antenna. Yeah. For which she recently won a <gasps> Wild Award. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Who is it, Tony? Oh, I don't. I mean, who could she be? Uh, you might know her from groups such as Doublelicious. Oh, One Quarter oh. Bruce. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, what is it? Magic and Preach. Yeah, I always want to say yeah. Preaches and Herb, but I know that's not right. That's enough, right? Or is there more? Is there anything anybody I, else would like to add? Uh, or guest, would you like to add something that you're known for? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Let's welcome Lauren Bickers, everybody. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that I love you. <gasps> yes, extended. You got an extended uh, ovation from the from the crowd. <laughs> so, Lauren, thanks so much for being on. We've been talking about this for a while. You My were, pleasure. Yeah, and yeah, you've heard Lauren on. Like she's been on episodes of Heather Drunk Anonymous uh, numerous times, and also we interviewed Uh-oh. her at during our. <laughs> No, no, you were always in control. Heather was, was way off the rails. Yeah, <laughs> like you're always like it's like this. Like, it's interesting to talk to you like in a non-skeptical voice because usually you're like I don't know if I should be talking to Heather. Yeah. Um, or maybe I that's like, maybe you're just skeptical, generally skeptical. Are you no. a skeptic in general? I don't know. Maybe kind of, but not. I don't know. See, that sounds skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm I a very skeptic. positive skeptic. I think. Yeah. Okay. But definitely, yeah. When the drunker I get, the more skeptical I get. Okay. I've shooed Heather away from me before. <laughs> I felt. I felt bad about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, I don't. Girl, I don't even remember it. So. <laughs> what is your What is your drunk level right now? Is there a drunk level? Have you had like a shot and a half, a fireball, and a little bit of a soft parade? Well, it's gonna sound really bad if I say I'm not even feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not. Feeling anything right now <laughs> except love for improv? Yeah, guys. yeah. Uh, I'm feeling happy. Let's say okay. that. You know, I guess that maybe that's a little, a little buzzy. Yeah. First of all, congratulations on your Wild Award. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. What yeah. was that um, for? It was for what's the specific title? Do you remember? I well, saw a picture of you on stage. It was for uh, best performance in uh, an original production. Oh, I so that's one that's of the, the big official. ones. That was for the Antenna Show, right? Yes. Did they get the award oh. toward the end of the night? That one. God damn it. It wasn't even that long ago. Uh, <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that night I had a couple of beers. Okay. Uh, when was that in the night? I feel like it was right in, it was kind of right in, right in the middle. I think that's why I can't remember if it was the beginning or the end. Okay. Or the end because it wasn't it either. I see. It was in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly in the middle. So what was that like winning? Have you won awards before? I did win one other wild award, which is pretty much for the same award, except for they, they've changed them a little bit or uh, each year so mm-hmm. like that year like this year the best performer in an original production was like both male and female it was like you know anyone that had been in an original production whereas the last time i won it it was uh just for uh females oh okay i mean i don't mean to say just for females yeah. <laughs> like that uh, was very chauvinistic it, of you yeah mm. uh you know but but it was so, so this it was year a little like, bit different yeah so this year you beat everybody yeah you're just i mean that's what i really want to get across yeah. when i say that <laughs> yeah is that i beat everyone regardless of genitalia you yeah. hold dominion over them all pet yeah. actors everybody mm-hmm. yeah they include animals in that category. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. There's a lot of animal acting. Yeah. In, so did you get a Detroit. gift bag with that like they do with the Oscars? No. Like Beats headphones no. or something? No. I mean, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got a no. plaque, right? Yeah. A bottle of Zip Sauce? I got a plaque, yeah. Yeah. 
I did win a contest the weekend before where I won a ham. I saw oh, that. Really? Oh, I man. saw the picture on your Facebook of a trophy and a ham and no explanation, which made me like the photo even more. I was like, wow, that's awesome. I won it with Scott. Actually. Oh, yeah? It was our first time Scott, performing you're together. Scott uh, Sanford, a member of Jalopy, and mm-hmm. your paramour. And my paramour, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes. So what was the contest? Uh, it was a variety show. It was called the Hot Talent Buffet. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Okay, cool. It was at the UFO factory and... We performed an exorcism. Mm. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, Scott told me about that. Yeah. That's all I had to add to Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is shaping up to be a great, great podcast so far, guys. A really top-notch level from effort from everybody. What does paramour mean? Uh, boyfriend. Lover, you know. Oh. That's a little presumptive, but not really. I just thought it was a band. Yeah. No, no. It, it, well, yeah, that is. It is, yeah. but... And they sing about love. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's I think your performance at Antenna deserved an award. Oh. Because yeah. I've never Thanks. seen a bride that was more angry without <laughs> saying a word. Yeah, you, oh, you actually wow. showed a lot of range in that show. We've talked about it oh. on the podcast. And you so. also drank an entire Thanks. bottle <laughs> of what looked convincingly like wine. It was yeah. herbal tea. And I had to pee. Well, it was actually really a bottle and a half of it because I would start with like a half bottle and then the other bottle was pretty much full. But I didn't always finish the second bottle, so. There was some debate as to whether you were actually drinking. I I did ask you that at the time. I was like, is that actual wine? You're like, no. No. I said maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. She would have been like slurring like, I mean. I, I usually don't drink during shows mm-hmm. I mean I guess I have before. I have before <laughs> you say that like someone that's been in a blackout before you're like yeah, yeah I, <laughs> well, no, I've I mean it. I have before I, w- I would be like okay with like if it was like a glass of wine that yeah. I downed but I was like no no there's no I wine. saw you do a character in the Ed and Moe show and I heard that people were upset that you were driving and as I a was drunk not character <laughs> yeah right and people- no someone <laughs> called my boss because i i uh work at a deli sometimes uh yeah. and or at sh- the time more regularly do you want to shout it out or oh know? sure russell street deli yeah i've been there it's great oh, yeah. uh, try the split pea soup so yeah i i and i at the time i was working there you know more regularly throughout the week so you know very visual to customers coming mm-hmm, in yeah. and uh yeah, someone, someone messaged my boss and said, I hope you know that you have like a drunk working for you. I might be paraphrasing a little bit, but that's essentially, he was like, um, she's an actor. I think that was, she was playing a role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, they got like hate mail. I mean, I don't know how much, but like, yeah, they, like Ishak said that like he would get people angry. Like, yeah, for people that don't know, we've talked about it previously on the podcast, uh, Ed and Mel show. You can Google it on YouTube. It's a funny show uh, starring... Uh, a Sean, web series. A web series starring uh, Sean McGettigan and um, I forgot, and the other guy, I forgot his name. Bulldog. A bulldog, yeah, that's his nickname, Bulldog. But it was produced by and written name? by uh, Mike Ishak and Mike McGettigan. So, anyway, but, uh, enough about them. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, why are we here? Uh, uh, not Lauren, them. How long, how, long, <laughs> how long have you been doing improv for? I've been doing improv since. July of 2001. So, <laughs> 15 years All and right. counting. Wow. So how did you first get into improv? You're I, not from here originally. You're right. Yes, that, that, uh, that, that, was more, that, was, that was more of an accusation than I intended. First secret uncovered. Um, well, but, okay, so originally I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. That's oh. where I was born. Oh. I've been there. R.I.P. Harambe. Yeah. They have delicious chili. I, I, so how long did you spend in Cincinnati? Until uh, I was 10. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your family moved to Michigan, or? Uh, yeah, uh, my dad worked for GM. Oh, okay. And, uh, what did he do? He well, he worked on the line uh, and in Cincinnati, and then he his factory closed down, mm-hmm. and then uh, he got a job with Saturn. So it was either move oh, here okay. or move Tennessee. to Spring Hill, Tennessee. Yeah. Mm. And he must have the curse with him because wherever he goes, they just shut it down. What? Saturn's not <laughs> around anymore. Yeah. How dare you say that, Jim? <laughs> My dad is not joking. <laughs> Listen, he there's no shit company. talk on this show. I'm joking. That's not shit talk. That's curse. So were you were you bummed to be uh, moving to Michigan at the mm. age of ten? Because that's pretty like you kind of have your friends set and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was sad to leave there, but I. But then I, again, I, you are leaving Ohio, which we our group is very anti-Ohio. Oh, most Michiganders are Michiganders. Yeah, uh, are anti-ohio but you know cincinnati's the gem of ohio i really enjoyed cincinnati oh okay like what are some like why would you go there chili chili the zoo is so good (laughs) the zoo zoo that murdered harambe that's right the rock and roll hall of fame rock and roll hall of fame i've never been to that that's not in cincinnati i know that's what i was gonna say that's like it's a close three-hour drive it's pretty close anyway what was it like moving did you like moving to michigan what was that experience like for you um were you the outcast or were you welcome with open arms (laughs) uh i i i guess i was the outcast at first Mm. um because i had buck teeth and i also uh had a southern accent which i didn't even realize i had an accent oh really when you live in cincinnati ohio you do have an accent okay i I wasn't aware of that well and it's weird because when i moved here i couldn't i didn't think everybody else sounded weird to me but everybody was like oh yeah Mm -hmm. they really yeah yeah and as we covered last week uh, kids are very cruel so yeah so did you like have to like did you work on like getting rid of your accent or were you not even aware of it uh, I didn't work on getting rid of it, although uh, I did. I, I I've definitely adapted, and uh, like with my name. Can you slip into your Cincinnati accent, or is it all gone um, forever? Well, I, let's see if I don't. I, say like the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane, but no, say it with an accent. I'm not gonna say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll say I'm gonna have a coke, coke, uh, coke, okay. coke. Because I my my oh. Cincinnati cousins made fun of me for saying, "Oh, you want a coke." <laughs> uh, and like i'm gonna go meyer uh is on fire so it's just like a little longer it's not it's not super southern it's a mid, it's fire? like a middle accent what's it meyer what's like the grocery meyer. store yeah i don't know was there an arson problem Cincinnati? yeah no i was just i was just those are the you I know. know yeah yeah but here but we call it meyers because fred meyers or they call it Ford's. Ford's. yeah i don't even store. yeah but i did kind of change my name a little bit oh really i didn't i mean my name has always been Lauren, but in Cincinnati, <laughs> like uh, people say my name and uh, Lauren. Lauren. But when I moved here, I I would tell people my name was Lauren, and they'd be like, I don't know, I couldn't like get people to stop saying Lauren. Yeah. Well, I wasn't even trying to get them it's to stop like saying more, Lauren. Almost uh, like an Irish pronunciation. But they would they would correct me. Yeah. So I was just like, whatever, I'm Lauren. So I just started introducing myself. You're sorry, little girl. You don't know what you're. You're name. saying yeah. your own name wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it would be like this confusing situation, and it, I mean they were really saying the same name just with their accent. So I was just like, I just started. Then I just I, that's probably the first change I made with my accent. Yeah, but that's the only conscious change I ever made. I think. Everything now, else just what happened. is what is the root of uh, bickers? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, my dad <laughs> John maybe you could look it up as your fact of the week is, yeah uh, is your phone on I'm hearing some I think if it's you, not my phone I think okay. if you look up like bickers they're only in 
basically Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, England, and Australia. Okay. I'm pretty. I don't know. I'm only, sure there's more now. The yeah, colonies. I only know it as a verb for fighting, you know, but you, you're not a combative person. You don't strike me as a combative person. No. Well, because you don't strike me, so. No. Yeah. I've never struck you. Okay, so you don't know the. That's interesting. You don't know the origin. No. All right. Yeah, it is kind of like, you know. You've never had any curiosity about that? I guess I have. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> this I'm shows a, my ambition, my I'm drive. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to look up the origin for, of it for you and tell you about it. I'm gonna, Thank you. So did you get over your outcast status eventually once your accent changed? Yeah. I mean, I, it was fun. I, you know. John is amused by your outcast status. I, I'm, I'm, I made enough friends. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Were you involved like in theater and stuff? Uh, no. As a child? Not at all? No. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, I think all of us. Well, Heather was. Jake, Jake, did you do yeah. theater in high school or anything? In high school? No. Okay. No theater. Yeah. I, I held up a sign in like third grade in a play. That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I that counts. I yeah. think uh, Sir Lawrence Olivia did the same thing in England. The fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Only the man I was named after. Yeah. No, I wasn't actually. God <laughs> 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 ah, damn it, Jacob! Get out of here. Lawrence Olivier Bickers. <laughs> you don't pronounce it Lawrence. It's Lawrence. 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 I'm Lawrence, Lawrence Olivier. Respect my acting. I don't know what I just did there. I don't even know what that accent was. Anyway, so well, did you go to college after Barely. high school? Where'd you go? You went to. Where'd you go to high school? <laughs> I went to Henry Ford II. Oh, okay. In Ooh. Sterling Heights, oh, Michigan. Junior. Very Woo! prestigious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you like high school? No. No. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, it, whatever. It was just a thing. It was fine. It, it was, was something I got did. through at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, were you I probably should have appreciated it more or something i don't know eh, i don't know i mean done more high school is fine to me and i don't myself. yeah 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 did you uh do anything in high school like i mean were you involved in anything like extracurricular activities uh, <laughs> no athlete i think i went endeavors? to a couple international evenings <laughs> which were like what are those? which was like i wasn't part of the french club or the german club but yeah. i took those languages and i went to the evening where you got to make a dish <laughs> oh really they didn't even yeah. have that in my high school yeah. so yeah, I'm so trying to think. Was there anything else? I don't. Know. Where did you Where did you briefly go to college? Uh, Macomb Community College. Ooh, oh, sure. I also went there. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, did you have something in mind? Like, I want to do this, or you're just like, I'm just going. No, I just well, I did at one time think I wanted to be a French teacher. That's oh, okay. I, yeah. So. Oh, you could tell you totally strike me as a French teacher. Do I? Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you, Mademoiselle Bickers. <laughs> Bickers. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't taken French in many, many years, Mm-mm. and I barely know any. Um, but yeah, no, I went there. Actually, that uh, I did take an acting class there. Oh, you did. Yeah. So but what, I didn't yeah. complete it. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. Ooh. I was a bad student. Yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah. I was a terrible person. Don't, I don't want any of my students to hear this. Not my adult students, my kids' students. Yeah. They'll, they'll never listen to this. Good. It's, I, I mark every episode as explicit. So, <laughs> so fuck you, kids. Yeah. I just had well, kids. I didn't mean listen. that. I didn't mean that. I just had to say fuck you so I can mark this episode as explicit. I don't think we've sworn yet. So it was oh, just a, Tony, you oh, knew shit. I was going to swear yeah. eventually. God damn. Yeah. Anyway. What made you take that acting class having not... Like, is that something you always kind of har- harbored? Like, I was like, ah, oh, I want to... No, know. I didn't think acting was anything I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I thought it seemed fake and stupid. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you take an acting class? I don't remember. Mm. Probably because I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I was like, I should go to college. And yeah, so I was yeah. like, I'll take a photography, f- photography class and an acting class. And 
I'll drop out of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was your family like, uh, what are you doing? You know, or they didn't care. Oh no, they cared. Yeah. And I let them down. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, now I got an award. So they yeah, I know. <laughs> no. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to say in their face, you no. know? So what turned you onto the path of improv? Is it like, did you start do pursue other things? I was not pursuing anything in yeah. my younger years, uh, except for nonsense. Uh, what, like what kind of nonsense? Did you travel the country or no. riding the rails? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you were a hobo. Wait, have you? Wait, wait a minute, Lauren. I didn't ride Lauren, the rails. have you ever jumped a train? Have you ever jumped no, on a train? I've never rode the rails, but I did travel with a magazine crew <laughs> for one. A magazine Unglorious crew. summer. So like uh, almost famous? Oh, you sold magazines door to door? Yeah, those weird people that come yeah. in and oh, like scamming me. Was yeah. it a scam? I mean, no, you get magazines, but they do scam you because they lie to you. You know, like they, they're very like, they're, I was an honest person. Mm. It was a horrible Because I, I had a friend who said he just took their money and never sent them the magazines. Oh, oh they had to pay on the spot? I mean, if they didn't yeah, send them the magazines, I, did. I didn't know about it. As far as I knew, they they were actually getting magazines. They just, you know. I got the magazines. Oh, oh you, you did? did? See? Yeah. yeah. So where did you travel to? Oh, God. Where did I go? Not, not, nowhere exciting. Well, a couple exciting places, but. Hawaii? No. Okay. Alaska? Did we stop in Indiana? Des Moines? Yeah. Do you remember seeing a tribute to the Jackson 5? Kansas. Oh, God. That's a horrible. It was a terrible place. The best places were we did stay in Denver, Colorado for a week. And then we were in Utah, which was weird, but also very beautiful. And the last place I ended up there was uh, in Seattle, or just outside of Seattle. We were actually staying, and then, oh, cool. and then I realized that I should not be there. Should come home. Now, are you still friends with any of those people that you went? Oh on the God, trip? no. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it like you a weird sort of places? Just selling magazine. Yeah, I mean, they drove you around in a van. They didn't pay you really anything, but they gave you a stipend and and uh, each day. So you basically ate, and they paid for where you stayed, and and then like. You kind of made money, but really, I didn't. Yeah. Did you like it at all, or were you like... Oh, I had fun. I had some fun. Yeah. yeah. And how long did you do that for? Like, seven, eight years, or... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 up until last June. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just really over the course of a summer. I'm trying to think of how... Yeah, like... Mm. Well, however long it takes to get from Michigan to Seattle... Yeah, and, and it was it was so like they, nice out here because they traveled to like follow the good weather. Yeah. So it was nice enough out here, and then they went out that way. So yeah, they were traveling out west to get to land there by the winter. So it was like basically like spring to fall. Oh, okay. Or early fall. And so, did you quit in Seattle, or did you come back to Michigan and then you quit? No, I quit there, and then I just they 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 like they paid for my ticket home. Oh, they did. Yeah. They flew you home or bus home. Uh, bus home. Oh, okay. Well, were you on Greyhound then? or? <laughs> yes, I was. Well, Because I hear people talk about Greyhound and how it's a horrible experience. <laughs> I Do you agree with that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. There was a, uh, a, a drunken man behind us uh, saying, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I think he kept calling me mom. <laughs> and then, and, then he, and the guy was with dad. And then he was like, you guys don't like me because I'm an Indian. And I was like, no, I, don't, I have nothing against you. But like an Indian, up. like Native American or yeah. my kind of Indian? Yeah. Okay. No, Native American. Okay. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. So how old were you when you started improv? Uh, 23. Okay. Well, I was officially 22, and then a month or two later, I turned 23. So what led you to improv? Because it sounds like really, like you thought acting was stupid, but you took an acting class, and you thought it was fake. And I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get me wrong. I, don't, I didn't judge all actors. I guess I still enjoy you know, movies and such things. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm just talking about for you because it didn't sound like you were like. Oh yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't feel right for me. But um, no, it was. Uh, I had an interest in sketch comedy, so I was like, "How do I get into that and do that?" And what did you grow up watching? Uh, or what led? What? I mean, the first thing would be Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, Saturday Night Live, Kids in the Hall, The State. There's more. Oh yeah, I love The State. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you grow up in a funny family or like were they were your parents like introducing you to things or they were funny they were no I, I why do you say that suspiciously You're <laughs> i don't like, know they, they didn't necessarily like intro i mean when you say introduce it like they weren't like here's here let me show you what i think is funny i mean they're just okay. they're interesting and funny people okay because uh, we have had, we have had guests on the show where uh, they said oh here's monty python you should watch this you know oh no i mean i was i uh I was able to watch pretty much everything when I was little. Yeah. So like even like rated R movies. Oh. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Not I always. I mean, they'd make me cover my eyes during the nudie parts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But not the violence. My, yeah. my parents did that to me watching like network TV. Like yeah. Like when Dynasty came on, we had to go to bed. I, you know, like when I heard. Oh, that I Dan- used to watch that, Dynasty. Yeah, it's like da 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 da. And then my parents were like, "Go to bed." And, we'd be like this is bullshit yeah no i was able to i think you know yeah being able to watch a lot of stuff when i was younger and yeah saturday night live and david letterman when i was little Mm -hmm. like yeah Ooh, letterman that's edgy Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) jim you are firing on all cylinders wow Uh, (laughs) now the guest is mocking you Um, I mean, Letterman when you're five, asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> what? what did you watch when you were five? I used to watch Carson, and I would watch that. Uh, oh, I watched Carson. The great whatever trick where you hold a letter up to his oh, head. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. how does he do the that? Carnage. How does he know the answer? So you're not a fan of Carson? Oh, no, I like Carson. I think Carson. Oh, because you said Carson, you were like. No, I was just yeah. making fun of Jim. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Then it's a. a <laughs> I'm sorry. That's it's a wor- it's, full speed ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, like, Jim is probably the member of the group Lauren knows best, I would say, because um, mm. Scott is in Jalopy. Well, mm-hmm. I would say you have the most FaceTime with Jim, you mm. know, whether you want that FaceTime or not. <laughs> true. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Yes. Uh. true. Well, she's been my teacher twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, I should say uh, she taught John and myself. Jake, have you had Lauren as a teacher? Yeah, I had her for intro four. Okay. Go. Oh, like, go. okay. Oh, we yeah. all had her Good at memory. the memory. I yeah. remember it. Okay. Do you remember it, or are you just saying that? No, I do. Okay. I mean, sometimes like uh, classes and levels become a blur, but no, I, I do remember having his class. Okay, where mm-hmm. you're like, that's a st- that kid's a star, and then you like lit up a cigar and you smoked hmm. it. No. Okay. no, 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 I don't. No. <laughs> I, like how, I, like, I like how you saying no. You feel that's a big insult of this a ridiculous thing. I just sound like, like no, no, I did smoke a cigar. So sketch comedy. Uh-huh. So did you have like aspirations of like, oh, I wanna, oh, maybe I could write for Saturday Night Live or no. Okay. <laughs> I've never dreamed big. Okay. So well, well then. So <laughs> no, you were in, so you were just interested in sketch comedy. So you started taking classes where? Uh, at Second City when it was downtown. What year was this? That was two thousand one. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was just sketch. You weren't taking. Were they? Oh, no, I was taking improv classes. Oh, okay. I didn't take. No, I. I don't. 
Uh, they probably were offering the writing program at that time because they definitely had a writing program. But I no, I started off taking improv classes because that that was just the avenue I saw to maybe being in. Yeah, your small dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I. Oh, I got it, you wrong. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Okay. I've had delusions of small grandeur, yeah. but, but, you know, I've never had this like, oh, I've got to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you, how did it go with improv? Like from the beat, was it something, because I think it's interesting, especially because I was like that too. I never did any theater mm-hmm. in high school or college or anything really creative unless like, like church plays. I mean, I played music. That was about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also like wrote a series of successful novels about a boy detective, but uh, other than that, no, that's not true. But <laughs> I, I really Wikipedia didn't. Brown. Yeah, I, I know that's exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Though, yeah, those are great books. I highly I used recommend to read them. them. Yeah, how was it like going into improv? Did you did you know anybody first of all, like in that that, or did you like how did no. you just see it and you're like I'm gonna do this? Yeah, I no, I just saw it and decided I wanted to do it. I didn't know anyone involved in it. I was trying to think if like maybe I encountered it. No, I didn't. I yeah. And how was that first class for you? Did you take to it immediately, or were you like eh, I don't know? No, I did take to it. I thought I was going to hate it because, once again, I, I really thought, <laughs> I, th- I thought, like, because I was just like, I don't know, you know. You were looking like, for something. Well, comedy is, is special. So, like, I just thought it was going to be, like, a bunch of people be- thinking they were so funny and, and I was going to be like, oh, you guys are all so dumb. <laughs> Not that I would think that I was so funny, you know, because I, I didn't go into it thinking, like, oh, I'm so funny. I'm going to impress everyone. I just thought, like, it would be, like, everyone would be, like, yuck, like- yucks. And I'd be oh, like, okay. fuck. Why am I here? This is... Uh, you thought it'd be a bunch of hacks, basically. Yeah, maybe myself included. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. But were, it, were you the funny person in, like, your group of friends growing up and stuff? Or, like, did people say, oh, you're funny, you know, and you should do something? They never said that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think I've made people laugh throughout the years, but I don't remember getting that, like, oh, you... Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. Maybe, like, yeah. class clown. Yeah. You, yeah. I did uh, dislocate my need doing a Vera de Milo impression. So wow. In eighth grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the start to my career. Yeah. I would, I would put that on the timeline, yeah. you know, put, make that a Facebook event, you yeah. know, I don't know. So you've suffered for your comedy. I respect Yes. That. At a very young age. And then I abandoned it for many years. Yeah. <laughs> for 10 more years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then bringing us back to second oh. city, 2001. Oh uh, yeah. So okay, we're, weird. first weird. of all, were any of the people in that class, are they still improvising today? Yes. Oh. Kara Troutman. Oh, oh yeah. Is that like one of your best friends? She, uh, yes. Okay. That <laughs> was a dangerous was, question. Know, what's that? That was a dangerous it question. It is a da- Well, no, I, it's not a dangerous question. No, I, I love Kara. I think I, I the, co-star of Doubleicious and, uh, yeah. And a I, lot of she's other stuff. been, uh, uh, a great person to have on this improv journey throughout the years. I don't spend enough time with her. Were you immediately friends with her or was it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like, like I remember the first day, like there was another girl in our class who's not around. Mm-hmm. There were a couple, there were two other like women in our class that are not around that. I remember like, I feel like she connected with the one more and the, this is, this is going to veer too much. You're going to want to cut no, this part no, out. No, no, no. And then like I connected with the other one more, but then like, but no, we, we, we were friends right away. Yeah. I just, I, I'm like, but you were like specifically of the first day. This is like yeah. one day out of 15 years of knowing her. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, we did. We did. We got along right away. Mm-hmm. I remember hanging out with her. Like she was the reason, like, you know, she was, we started our first troop together. Uh, what was that called? Uh, it was called the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, and with one other girl from our class mm. and then. Other no, that sounds were there a lot of girls? So it sounds like there were at least five girls in that class. 
Uh, there were at least four to start. That's pretty unusual. I mean, by today's standards, was that? I mean, usually you see its classes are much more male dominated. Yeah, even intro. Classes. I actually feel like I see more and more female dominated classes now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I mean, you still see a lot of male dominated dominated classes. Don't get me wrong. That's right. I've no, definitely sorry. had a few classes where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, Jake, I earned Jake's contempt. Did you take, so you said you took to improv immediately. So were you like, I'm going to take the next class and the next class? How many classes were yes. in the sequence at that time? Uh, five? Okay. I don't remember. All right. I think there was five. That's that's a number I want to say. Wait. Yeah. A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> it, it was the letters in the <laughs> It was the letters in that the intro. That was a great job. That was a great job. <laughs> in the intro program. Yeah. And then the conservatory had five levels as well. Actually, the conservatory, I think, had six because it had one and one A. So mm-hmm. how far into it were you like, I am super into this, or was it? Were you so? Oh, no, in the I was into it like, right away. Actually. Oh, so you weren't like, oh, I'll just see what happens. I'm gonna. No, I it. actually liked it right away. I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, and and I liked it, and I kept doing it, and then Kara and I uh, would go to uh, the we'd go to watch the set all the time at Second City and yeah. uh, the main stage show, and we'd go and do the jam, and I'd horribly fail. Would you? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah? Are you kidding me? I mean, short form games, like, I will say it's rare, at least in the jams I see, where you'll see people, like, just bomb, like, horribly. Like, you'll see it every once in a while. But for the most part, people do, like, decent. I mean, yeah. do you guys agree with me? No. Other, no? <laughs> <laughs> Jim judges harshly. I do, too. Well, it's not failing. It's just people who are new at it. They just don't, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. They're getting better. That's all. So how did you feel bombing hard? Fine. All right. You really it didn't bother you at all? No. Okay. I, I came back. Okay. Because a lot. Of, well, no. Because a lot of people like it's like, oh, this is like the worst thing ever. You know. No, I think I was just like. I mean, when I initially started going to jams, like I was, I I don't know, I was scared of it. So yeah. You know, I mean, I wanted to do it, but I was so scared of it, so it wasn't that. I w- didn't think I was going to go up there and be like. You know, you're so, making like a jazz hand. Yeah, I know people can't face. hear yeah. jazz yeah, hands, that's true. can they? That's why I had to describe it, but so. that's okay. That's my job. <laughs> no, that's my job, so don't worry. Okay, great. So did you feel nervous and stuff like going on stage or it sounds like you oh, were? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, did. no, I oh. was super nervous. Okay. At the time, it might surprise you, but uh, <laughs> I, I was a very not on time person in my life. Okay. Um, but uh, Why do you think that is? I don't... It was... Because I didn't plan ahead. Okay. <laughs> I didn't plan far enough ahead. I, well, no, I'm, I'm just asking because I'm always, like, I consider myself that's a person that's on time, you know, uh-huh. for the majority of stuff. But I know people that are consistently late, and it always makes me curious. Uh, like, no, not really you, Heather. I mean, though, I guess that's true. Oh, you're but, my boss. Oh, okay. Well, Heather's consistent. But see, that's what I mean. I think that being late is a sign of arrogance. It's like, my time is oh, more valuable than yours. That's. I don't think that's, I mean, I'm sh- sure there are late people that might feel that way yeah. but i think it's that they usually just try to cram too much in or just really don't mm-hmm. have a realization yeah. of how much you can do in five yeah. minutes that's that's, that's yeah me. so what changed for you just started planning out stuff more uh yeah you said you were a late person oh yeah but I mean, you were on time for this i was yeah. no, no i i'm i'm definitely way more of an on-time person my family might not think that still no but uh but <laughs> but yes no in general in my life i'm i'm more of an on-time person now uh, especially professionally. Oh, okay. Um, but Very at the good. time, I was still like, I, I still had years to get over that. But I would be a half an hour early for class, 
that's how you knew I cared. Oh, wow. And also, I was, like, so nervous because I would sit and I would just get there early. Like, I would get there an hour, half an hour early and just sit in the parking garage and deep breathe. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So you were nervous even to be in class? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Did you feel like everybody else was better than you or that you sucked or... I just was nervous. I mm. didn't even really, I don't know if I thought about in those terms. I didn't think about it like, do I it was suck? Just the, is this the idea of being around suck? other people? Yeah. or? It's just, I don't know. It's just the no, idea okay. of getting up mm. and doing stuff. Were you, was your goal, like as you got more into it, you were like, I want to be on the main stage. Did you, ha- I know you said you don't really like plan, like, or you don't have big dreams, as you said. <laughs> uh, I don't have high aspirations. Did you dream of being an understudy or... Oh, I, yeah. No, oh, I became an understudy. Oh, did you? I did. All yeah. right. But I mean, I didn't even like, yeah, it was just like we, we were uh, almost a year into classes. So like that next spring, there were auditions. And so Kara and I were like, yeah, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, why wouldn't we? And then we both became understudies. Oh, OK. Um, we were understudies. There was a touring company at, yeah. uh, in Detroit then. So there was the main station. There was a touring company. And so we were both understudies to the touring company. So at what point did you start getting into writing at the conservatory or? Not that long after I was an understudy. So that was like in the summer of 2002, uh, the fall of 2000, 2002. Uh, so you've been doing improv for like a little over a year at this point. Yeah. the I got cast uh, in uh, an ant show. Oh, okay. It was an original ant production uh, directed by Dave Davies. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, shout out. Uh, and so... At the time, they were doing more original home team shows. Yeah. Uh, they were like, I think two a year, maybe. Okay. And so they would like usually have like a few home team members and then some like newer people. Yeah. Uh, and you weren't on the home team at this point? No. I okay. wasn't on the home team till like 2008. Oh, okay. So that's six years. Wow. Well, that's a, that sounds or seven like years after I started improv. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about like, it seems like yeah. most of the people on there are doing like 10 years minimum now to get on that home team. So. Yeah. I know people ask how to get on there, and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, it's yeah, really the great. You just do stuff for a while. I, I think it seems to be a combination of be good at improv mm-hmm. for a number of years, and then also be friends with the home team. There's no Be like around, a, yeah. Yeah, because really, it's not like other things where they have auditions. It's sort of like, all yeah. right, we like you. Come test, improvise with us, and then now you're official. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what was that like for you, being in your first show? Uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Did we you still feel it. it was fake? No. I didn't feel it was fake once I started taking it, the first improv class. Well, you said you took an acting class and you felt it was fake. Well, you know, no, actually that acting class I, I had an all right time with. Yeah. I, it was before I took acting classes. Like when I was in high school. Yeah. Like to me, like the drama department, I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. It just seemed like. I was the same way. I don't want to be like, oh, on stage. Yeah. I didn't be, make that voice, but I felt the same yeah, way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I did, yeah. Yeah. Did you aspire then at that point? You were like, I want to be on the Planet Ant home team or I want to be the, on the Inferno. Did the Inferno have a home team? Uh, they had like a resident cast. Yeah. I don't remember were if that's you on what that we were or? called. Yes. Yeah, they had auditions. Oh, okay. So Inferno had auditions and then they cast people and then and then some people got added like once we were already going. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so what, what's the writing process? Like how do they teach the writing process at uh, Second City? I know a lot of it is improvising based, but do they have like basic writing rules? Because you're also, I should say, uh, one of the classes you teach is sketch writing now. Yeah, yeah. and I actually taught sketch at Second City when it was... Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Well, once the... 
the theater moved out to Novi, and I started teaching when it was out there. So mm-hmm. that was like a few years after I'd started. Yeah. How did you like Novi? Uh, no vibe was not good. No? It has some great food there. <laughs> I love that one world I should market. Say, no, Lauren has never listened to the podcast for the people listening outside. Uh, so everybody's laughing. No. For, yeah, okay. But go Why ahead. do you guys love Novi? No, I used to live one in Novi. And I, I, I love hearing about Novi. Though I'm not a huge fan of Novi. There's but I, some great food there. Yeah. That, that one world market, uh, Oishi, oh, yeah. was mm-hmm. another like restaurant I enjoyed. Like the sushi place built yeah. into it. Yeah. I mean, it just was not a good fit for a second city. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Who could think it? <laughs> what about the writing students? Did they reflect that too? Was it like more of a suburban like uh, uh, student body? I don't know. I mean, you know, at, at that time, like I just like that was my those were some of my first classes. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I I wasn't necessarily judging students. I was like, am I doing this right? Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm giving them enough. What was it like teaching? Because you said one of your original interests was like, oh, I thought maybe I'll be a French teacher. So it was like, yeah. did you find it fulfilling, or how did you like teaching? Was it what you thought it would be? Yeah. No, I like teaching. I've definitely uh, grown as a teacher over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's weird that I say that I thought I would be a French teacher because, um, in some ways. Like me just guiding a group of people sounded like a horrible idea in my younger years. Like Why no one you wants that? me to lead them because oh, okay. I'm babbling. No, oh, okay. And, and <laughs> babbling and decisive. Uh, I don't. Yeah. So like, yeah, the idea of me like just you guiding people like here's what you should do. Uh, Did you ever get challenged by students? Because it seems like there's much more challenging in writing classes than there is in regular improv classes. In the writing classes, I always had fun. I mean, like, you know, and it, like you're following a syllabus too, yeah. so it's like you know, and I'd written some shows, and so I was you know aware of the process, and I didn't I didn't feel you know, and and you're following a syllabus, so it's yeah. like I felt comfortable in that, and like yeah. And it's it's kind of a more collaborative process anyway. Even just as you're teaching, it's you're collaborating with the students more. But I oh no, I got criticized by a, a student like in my first term. Improv or writing? What? Improv or writing? Uh, improv. Oh, okay. You want to shout him out? Is he still improvising? Uh, I can't remember his name. I, okay. He might be. I think he moved to Chicago. Okay. But but Is he it Tim w- Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. 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 Um, <laughs> Uh, no, he just, he, he like pulled this dick move where I was like, I was like giving some notes and I could hear like talking in the room. Like, and I was like, is this guy really like just side talking while like, not in like a, Oh, you know, like, uh, you know, I got really something exciting to say and I can't help but say it to my friend right now. Whereas like, I could tell was like, he's like shit talking. Yeah. And then, uh, and then later in the class, like he was like, you know, you told us to bring a notebook and, I haven't had anything to take notes on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, perhaps that's because you were talking while I was giving notes. Yeah. Uh, I know I, I actually wasn't that sassy because I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm like, give me a break, you fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm that's sure sassy. I wasn't. That's a, very sassy. I didn't say that to I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, I'm sure I I wasn't necessarily the you know the top teacher because I well, I was just starting out. But at the same time, he was unnecessarily like a dick. Like he because yeah. he also he. This he, was an intro class. Yeah. No. He he was in level B. So I I was teaching two classes at the time, an A and a B. And he was in my A, and he was like he was like I, I got to tell you, I got all this experience, and I I, I, <laughs> I need to get into the like the next level, and like I, I can you like recommend me? So I did him a solid and recommended oh, you did? that he get into the B. 
to which he was an asshole to me wow. and, and was super cocky. What a dude. So, yeah, like, he, yeah. But, you know, I almost want to say that the dicky guy is almost like an archetype of the improv student. Like, I think I've heard so many stories, like, of, like in every class, there's this one dicky guy. And yeah. it's usually in the intro classes. They don't last. Like they'll like because uh, we uh, like we're kind of like nodding. We can all think of the dicky guy, maybe two dicky guys, really, but really one in particular. Uh, I'm not going to say his name. Um, I'm going to cut that out. But <laughs> really, I didn't think he was. He was. Uh, uh, remember when he would do continually do things no. incorrectly just to mess with uh, Michelle, Michelle Giorlando. Oh, this was in a go class. I was like, go I don't class, know if I yeah. know that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't do improv anymore. I thought he was a psychopath. Like he was a little strange. Yeah, he had maybe some. Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know if you taught him like an intro class. But anyway, but I've talked to other people as well. A lot of them, I keep hearing this pop up. This I this this guy who was sort of like Scott Sanford, very, very cocky. I'm gonna leave that in. Uh, no, <laughs> Scott is like the least cocky guy. That so. John Yarbrough guy. Yeah, that, I'm leaving that in too. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather, anonymous. I We're know, talking about jerks, that. not like psychopaths. Yeah, oh, you true. did. That's true. Ah. She did. But yeah, that, that's interesting. You know, and that's something we haven't really talked about much mm. on the podcast. So we've had a number of uh, women guests. Is how was it being a woman in improv? Meaning, like, because uh, I, I we we've kind of touched on some of the stuff about how you know there's uncomfortable scenes, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, guys being too handsy, you know, or too. I didn't uh, have forward. that. So really not in any of your classes? You never experienced that? I, I really actually didn't. I'm not saying that people don't. Yeah. Because sh- they certainly do. But I, that wasn't my experience. I don't know. If, I feel like I might, especially maybe, I don't know. Maybe I just, I don't know what I come. I, maybe they think I'm a man. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that would be very tough. No bad experiences. Yeah, the I only know. explanation. I mean, I think it's just been revealed to the improv community yeah, that wow. I am a woman. What? So. What? A, it's, it's a, that's an exclusive, guys. Lauren Bakers is a woman. Um, cisgendered, as I say. So, but did you ever witness that as a teacher? Um, guys being like little to whatever. And how, if so, how did you deal with it? Like your cocky guy. How did you deal with your cocky guy? Ugh, I don't know. I mean, I basically, I, I dealt with him calmly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with him, I mean, it's been so long ago. I mean, I'm pretty much sure I just told him, I was like, well, look, you know, like I'm, you know, taking to you through the exercises that are, you know, like these are, this is what's in the syllabus. This is where you should be at right now. I'm yeah. giving you the info you need. I'm not going to fucking tell you everything. Yeah. I didn't swear at him. I know. I like uh, in the retelling you swear a lot, but yeah. it, like I've had you as a teacher and you didn't swear at all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, I basically just told him, I'm like, look, I'm telling you, you know, essentially what you need to know for right now. Yeah. Like, and, and later he kind of, in a weird way, apologize. Oh, he did. That's <laughs> he didn't unusual. Not for directly apologize, but I remember like one time, like at, at Second City, he was like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "Yeah, I got PJ right now," and he's like, and he told me like, "I'm right where I need to be." <laughs> like I'm like, "Huh, that's interesting," because I, you know, I was like his last teacher, so I'm like, "Oh, so I didn't screw you over." Yeah. Thank you. Like that. That was his way of apologizing. <laughs> oh, okay. Like cool. Yeah. Awesome. Good. I'm glad he was able to tell you that and you didn't trust me. <laughs> so, uh, so as a as a writer, like what are some of the things that you see from students? Like over cuz you you were also teaching uh sketch writing at Go and Planet Ant. Mm-hmm. Uh you have are there like common mistakes cuz we have some, you know, people in our audience that and among us, you know, here tonight that, you know, aspire to write and do things like Yeah. 
Well, like, what was that process for you? I guess that'd be maybe a better question to ask. Like, what are some of the things that you learned? Oh, I don't know. Or the things that you struggled with at first writing? Or was it just super easy and natural for you? No. I don't know. What have I learned? I mean, uh, well, well, I guess what is your Um, teaching style in writing? Because I've had you, I will describe your teaching style uh, at the ant where John, I had you for class and John, feel free to chime in. But you, I would say you had us do a lot of sets, you know what I mean? Like, and then you would take notes on your iPad, which I'm, I find it very hard to type on the iPad, but I was impressed. Well, it's not an iPad. It's a, it's an Android. So I can, I can, I have an app where you can like write and cursive on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, because so, I was always impressed with your notes because you did that. I was like, oh man, you must have thought I was like typing. Yeah, like this. I did. No, yeah. I was like, I was just writing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Jesus, I thought I was a robot. I know. I was like, Surprise, wow, that's, how's me. she doing that? Yeah, it's like this uh, this Android teacher. You know, I right? got it, Lauren. She gets sponsored. So, but anyway, we, we we do sets and then you take notes, and I always thought uh, your notes are very good. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, like, would you agree, John? Like, <laughs> yeah, they were always very spot on. Yeah, I enjoyed having you as a teacher. Well, it was like I'll, a lot thanks, of creative. Guys. I'll tell you, Lauren Bickers is a teacher. If you want some feedback, you just look at the expression on her face, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm doing all right, <laughs> or I'm doing not I so good. I think I have or, a weird resting face, so you maybe shouldn't look at me when you're improvising. You'll be like, I, why Jim she was look saying, confused all I think, the time. Yeah, I think Jim was saying you, you have an active face. You know, like, yeah. yeah, definitely people read into my expressions yeah. and sometimes they're right. Well, yeah. if you if you laugh, I know it's, you know, I'm doing True. good. If you got a confused look on your face, I know I got to work on something, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm I look confused when I'm not or I might just be like speculating on something. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you. You Thank agree you. with her face, her, her yeah. face, facial yeah. assessment? Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Sometimes I'll be like peeping. You like when you sit at the audience of shows, I'm like, damn, she look confused. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's I I well I noticed that like uh, a lot of like random improv photos on the back line I, I like have my mouth agape and I'm like I look like yeah. just like I, you would think I'd have one brain cell or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> just like I saw so. you I was like I was uh looking at you when, uh, during John and um Tony's set last week and uh, you was uh, and you was just like, I don't know, you just kind of had like confused look on your face. I did say, I stood <laughs> right, I got, I walked, I got into the audience. Uh, oh, the yeah, study. you guys were right I in stood front like, of us. Yeah, I stood yeah. right in front of you, so. No, I thought funny. you guys had a great set. Thanks. It was funny. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I think sometimes, too, like, especially now, the longer I've been in improv, like, I don't laugh out loud as much as I used to. And that night, in particular, I was very tired, like, I... I was like, I hadn't been to the ant in a while, uh, but I was so I was like, I gotta go, and then, uh, <laughs> and I was so tired. But like, no, I really enjoyed your set. But sometimes I'm self conscious about that when I'm like, well, I don't want anyone like, you know. And the play, the section you were sitting because of the staging at the oh, end. Oh, we were on stage. Yeah, it was like the, they put a section of seats right on stage, so yeah. the whole audience was looking at you. And they were very well lit. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> like, very well lit. It wasn't just like, oh, we're. Yeah, Angle it was almost way. like staging in the round. It's hard to but describe. That's yeah, what I kind of. That's what I kind of figured. I didn't figure like you were like really confused. I just like, no, that no. was just your face. I think that's just my watching. Face. <laughs> I yeah. I would have understood if you were confused by my set because I think both John and I were confused at times. Like, well, you did have a lot going especially on, John. Yeah. yeah, especially John. <laughs> 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 Shout out to John. <laughs> really. um, but yeah, uh, going into that like at the jam afterwards you and Scott were in that same section but you were like the only two people there and then yeah. McGettigan I think came <laughs> over and said hey do you want to be in the long form part and it looked like you were like no <laughs> like I was I've, tired 
Oh, that's okay, why. but it was just funny. It was just like you were like, "Are you crazy? No, I don't want to do this." You know? No, <laughs> so, usually <laughs> if I if I'm down there for the jam, like I I will do the jam. But yeah, no. Well, he actually asked me earlier on during the short form part, and I was yeah. like, "No, I don't." Yeah, like I was like, I just want to come down and. And yeah, that's fine. Like, and I will say, you are one of the few home team members that actually does do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why do you do that? Why? Yeah. What uh, makes you different? <laughs> I don't always do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say like 99% of the cast never goes. Well, I'll yeah. say one of the, I think one of the most important experiences I've had is doing a, a long form set with Lauren. Yeah, because you know, then you get... jam. I agree, oh. because I still remember the first time... I was in a long form thing and we were doing like a, a scene uh, you and I were doing. You probably don't remember this at all. Hmm. And we we're playing tennis. And then I was talking about like, I have like deodorant with steroids in it and stuff like that. <laughs> and, but I was like, Oh look, I'm doing improv with a member of the home team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was, it felt prestigious. Mm-hmm. Even though I was like, oh, I'm fucking this up. I was like, I don't know yeah, what the yeah. fuck I'm doing. I probably thought I was fucking it up. Yeah. So don't worry. No, actually, it's funny that you guys say that because I've talked to Scott about that where, like, well, in that night, like, I didn't, uh, I was like, no, no, you know, I just, I was just tired. And, uh, and there's been a couple of times I watch a jam where I'm like, I probably had a beer too many. Like, you really don't want me out there. Like, I'm not going to be constructive in any way. Um, but I also, like, to me, I'm like, well, that's like, you know, people that are more hungry for stage time, that's their chance to get up there so i'm like i don't want to be that person it's like oh sure i'll do the long form and like tag everybody out yeah, and, like yeah. you know I, I there's like to me it's like a delicate balance of like you know being up there and being like a supportive part of it and also yeah. just like i don't you know yeah they learned I, so much for you being up there and doing it with them though <laughs> i for some reason i feel like you're you're not you're not being sarcastic i don't think i don't know oh, what john was being on no, the uh, I, I, he was yeah. being sincere i know you mm-hmm. were it's so rare like, though that i understand yeah. exactly where you're coming from but it's like, <laughs> i'm sincere a lot of the time you just don't know that <laughs> yeah but see now that's not true right there that well, went well that's yeah. like my experience is like if you do a, a you know a, a long form set with a home team member and they're listening to what you're saying you, you think you know you think you're getting somewhere yeah 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 no i yeah i think i think it's beneficial yeah i think you know the part of the reason why not everyone comes down is just because it's like that is our time to hang out too yeah i mean i don't expect them to come down you know i should say that like even like you know well some like watching the opening set like i i i like to watch the opening sets but i don't always watch the opening Mm -hmm. sets because like sometimes I'm not there for a while, and then so when I get there, I'm like, oh, I want to go talk to like all those guys, and like, and that's kind of our warm up is to just like hang out and talk. Yeah, you know, like we're not up there like doing eights and yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but like, but it, but it does get us warmed up because it's like a bonding yeah. time, and, and afterwards too. So it's not it's not like a diss on anyone, but then also sometimes I I think the jam goes on a long time. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and that's I'm like, true. oh my god, I like uh, yeah. I'm like, I just want to I mean, go home. <laughs> as, you know, up-and-coming improvisers, we appreciate that, but I know oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it does go on very long sometimes. <laughs> or sometimes certain games go on, you're like, oh, I better better call edit on this one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. better end this game, but it'll go on for, like, another three minutes. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's part of, I think Mike getting it on some level enjoys torturing people. Oh, uh, yes, so, yeah. I think so. <laughs> and and it's, it is entertaining when you're watching people, like, flail out there and, and die, you know, so. Oh, um, yeah. No, I think, I think everyone, like, enjoys it. Like, yeah. enjoys, like, I, so it's like it's whatever a, I, I will say down, it's a very well run gym I, I enjoy it yeah. you know? um, so uh, how did you get into directing from all this oh I got into directing uh, I can give a shout out to Box Fest Box Fest <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that's where I first directed, uh, which is a festival for female directors, yes. if you're not familiar with Hence it. Hence the box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really Pandora's box. Is it? That's what it initially Because was. I was always told it was, you know, a very crude slang, you know. I, I'm sure there's this, you know, double, triple okay. on town yeah. or whatever. A friend of mine at the time who's not, doesn't, I think she lives in L.A. Maybe. You have a lot of friends that move away. They all, yeah. they all go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got some here, too. All right. I'm not, uh, I'm just, not, just making yeah. a note of it. Like, Texas even shouted out a bunch of cities people have moved to. Uh, but she was one of the people that was, like, part of... Uh, not maybe one of the heads, but part of like helping to organize it that year. Yeah, and one of the box tops. Yeah, one of the box tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asked me, you know, if I wanted to direct something, and then I was like, Oh, yeah, sure, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any knowledge of like what it you know goes into directing at all? Uh, a little bit. I've uh, I AD'd. I assistant directed uh, a few uh, Second City Main Stage shows. Oh, you did in Detroit. Yeah, and no now, how do you get into that? Do they ask you, or do you ask them? I'm pretty sure I was asked to do them. Because like, okay. I was I was part of the understudy pool, so they're like, I see. Hey, also, they pull wanna, from yeah. there. Well, you know, then it's like a double win. So you 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 AD to get experience. And to be able to watch the whole process, but also like your understudying roles, so it's like you know. So how is the di- how helpful was the director in those situations where it's like this is why I'm doing this? Because I will say like <laughs> McGettigan, like uh, in the sketch show, he was very helpful in terms of like he was the director, but he would explain to us and he would let us fail, which I think is important. He would say, okay, you give a comment, and then he would either correct us or be like, okay, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So was your experience similar, or were you just like were you basically just left to like fend for yourself and just figure it out by looking, or were the di- was the director like, hey? This is why I'm doing this. Oh, well, the one the, I'm trying to think because I'm like, I know I did it more than once, but the one I'm thinking of, yeah, it was, it, it was kind of, it was a weird process yeah. uh, for the cast and the director. Why so? Or how uh, so? The, the cast and the director didn't get along. That oh. Well. Not, I mean, maybe not all members. It was weird because it, it's like, I mean, I think they were both fine i just think there was some weird tension between certain members and yeah and uh i think that maybe the director didn't handle it as well as they could have mm-hmm. and you thought and, to yourself i will never do that when i'm a director well yeah well they they, they kind of like tried to get me to rat out like some of the cast members oh like, really like, asking about information how did they try i'm being to so vague so i'm like i don't even know if anyone that would listen to us would be like oh that's a process I yeah was in. but i was like mm, i'm not gonna say anything you know like you're no know. snitch no mm-hmm. that's right what about your first straight director yes job? i loved it it was <laughs> timeless the dancicle in the 15 minute version so that's a show that i wrote and directed oh okay you and, wrote it also uh yes and the original version uh was a like a 15 minute version for box fest maybe it wasn't even 15 min- minutes maybe it was like 10 minutes but and it had uh Brian Lark, Catherine, she was Trepkowski at the time, Catherine Noss. Oh, um, I and, never knew her made a name. What's that? I never knew her made a name. Yeah. And uh, John Hartman, who is now in L.A. Um, Another was, person that's moved. Shout out. Yeah. He was on Second City Main Street. Yeah. yeah. You know who he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. so what was so great about that experience uh because it was like watching my dreams come true i had them all wearing shimmer tights and short shorts uh (laughs) and they all was it danced okay was it uh crucial to the story 
Yeah. Okay. So you wrote this? Yeah. Did you I, find any kind of like uh, control issues, you know, knowing that you or the wrote? Ca- because what we found, it? like the cast would suggest things to change. And we were mm-hmm. open to that in our sketch show. But would that happen with your cast? Well, I guess why the question oh. is, as a writer and director, are you open to that? Or are you like my way or the highway? Are you more like a Tarantino type? Uh, I'm open to it. Um, I generally, like, yeah, I definitely like, I like people that come at things with some ideas, but at the same time, like there, yeah, there is a balance. Like, no, but with that process, like, I mean, I don't remember anyone like really like changing a lot of like the dialogue or anything, but they were definitely helpful because we, it was, I choreographed as well. And so I would come in with ideas for choreography and then I would definitely feed off of like their ideas. So no, I mean, that's one of the reasons why it was such a great process because they were all very like enthusiastic about it and like all had great ideas. So Mm -hmm. no, I, I definitely like taking people's ideas. I think it's a balance. Like, you know, there's people that come at processes with like, I, a lot of ideas, but are also willing to take direction. And then there's the smart ass know it all. Yeah. That like you know, like we were talking about in classes. Yeah, that yeah. Like, like this is how it's going to be. That like think they know more than you, and that that's not a good yeah. place to be. Like you always have to trust your director. Yeah. I mean, if you I mean, don't, you're screwed. Even if you do know more than somebody, that doesn't mean that that person can't teach you something. Exactly. You know. But I think, I mean, I will say I haven't approached that. Like I thought our class was very good mm-hmm. uh, about being also. I mean, also that had a lot to do with uh mcgetty and he like he said he i want you to challenge me and then he was open to that and then we were also open to each other's suggestions not all of them but i mean we would at least listen that's what yeah. it felt like so yeah no know. i've had him as a director mm-hmm. and he's definitely a cool and you've directed him so yeah mm-hmm. what is it like and, and that's another question like for example like see you next doomsday mm-hmm. uh which you directed was that last year i believe yeah uh, i think so. so i tried to block it out of my mind okay <laughs> <laughs> so it was, no, a, it was a great show was it a great experience or was there a dissension on that uh there wasn't dissension it was i mean i'm i very much enjoyed the show but it was a fucking i'm sorry i'm swearing no that's no, completely no. we're oh. because you were directing the writers of the show right yeah which is a little unusual well, well, is it unusual I think for improv? Um, it's not that unusual. I think, but they, like, they didn't want it to be so much like r- the same people writing, directing, and yeah. being in it. You know, like, that's, that can really, that can work really well, but mm-hmm. it can also backfire on you. So, yeah. like, I think the idea was that they wanted, a, like, an outside person directing it, so that way it wasn't just, like just you know that way you you got another viewpoint in yeah there. sure because um yeah but would you like suggest something and say and get a lot of pushback or uh no i wouldn't get a lot of pushback mm-hmm. no i think they they were they were pretty pretty open to my direction yeah um i think it was it was just a beast of a show because it was just it was just it was long mm-hmm. and maybe i should have cut it down but i mean i don't i think it went well but it was yeah. well reviewed i will say that so it was just like, and, and I went for the full, like, oh, we're going to have all the costumes and yeah. all the props. And, and the explosions, you know. And, and like, the, yeah, and like, the, and we did it kind of in the round. So, because mm-hmm. I just felt like the, the script that they had written to me, like, just read so much like a movie that I wanted it to feel like, a, like you were in a movie. Yeah. But, so, it was just a beast. Yeah. That's all. Now, are there things that you're working on writing yourself? You said you've been doing a lot more typing lately. Oh, no, that's because I've just been in an office. More. Oh, okay. 
Oh, yeah. You work for the Detroit Creativity Project? Yeah. I usually uh, do more teaching, but I've been filling in for uh, uh, my boss while she's on maternity leave. Oh. Mm. How? Who, my boss is also one of the people at BoxFest. Oh, okay. Uh, one, oh. Of the, one of the organizers of BoxFest. Do you want to shout her out or are you afraid to mention her name? I don't, not afraid. <laughs> I am not afraid. No, it didn't sound okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have two. But, uh, well, Kelly Rossi is uh-huh. the, the person that I'm filling okay, in shout for. shout out. Uh, Margaret Edwardowski is also my boss. Never heard of her. I know. She's, no, yeah, just kidding. She's very little One known. of our top two guests ever. No offense. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Wrong time to say that tone. Lauren's in the that. top three. Yeah. No. I don't know. Is she? Not the two. Yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. See, it's never enough, Jim. She's my number one. I dug this hole. There's monsters. No good, yeah, that's true. I am. Mm. But um, I'm at number one. Who's squeaking this chair? That's you. I know. I said I keep squeaking. Oh, I thought chair. you said. I thought you said who's squeaking this no, chair? No, it's me. I keep meaning to tighten that up, and I don't. You know, it's mm. it's because of the legs on the bottom. Oh. It's it's I my it fault. I thought it was because of my pants. But uh, maybe. Do are, those, it, are those pleather or they seem like a fabric? <laughs> you know, they're a fabric. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, what uh, kind of fabric? Hmm. I want to say a gabardine, maybe. Nice gabardine. I want to say 70% cotton, 30% polyester. Cotton cotton. rayon. Do they still make rayon? There's a little stretch to it. Okay. Oh, yeah, there was. There we go. I think they're really officially a jagging. A jagging? Okay. Check the tag. It's like you you almost can't not buy a fucking jagging these days. (laughs) Tell me about it. I mean, I'm trying to buy regular pants. Yeah. I'm glad that those haven't caught on for guys. I know people have tried. Give me something with zero weft. Great. Zero what? Yeah. No, called, I know. It's called weft. Yeah, weft? it's true. That's an actual fabric term. Mm-hmm. Jim talks to talk. It's the horizontal play in a fabric. Uh. <laughs> Is that true? Now I'm now I'm lost. It I'm, could be vertical, but okay, I, I, I got a 50% chance of being right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking of flying a plane now, like roll pitching y'all. Remember that? Okay. Anyway. So how did you get involved with the Detroit Creativity Project? Back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, I was upstairs at the Ant uh, hanging out before one of the sets. Warming and, up. Uh, warming up, mm-hmm. as we do, ch- chitter-chattering. Yeah. And uh, uh, Margaret had mentioned that they were hiring at the Y uh and she asked if i was interested and so i was like hell yeah Mm -hmm. so i uh i got my ambition together yeah and i made my resume Mm, and i i i typed it out and i sent it in i went in for an interview and there i was so i work for y arts and detroit creativity project which essentially i teach improv for both Oh, you do. Oh, so Y Arts also has a teaching. I thought that it was all folded under the DCP. It's it's, yeah. I mean, DCP is like where I mainly teach my classes, or or what I teach my classes through. But DCP works through Y Arts as well. They work with Y Arts, so it's all like. Now, had you taught kids before? So I work for Second City mm-hmm. <laughs> Kids Camp. <Yeah. laughs> now we're all inexplicably laughing. <laughs> I, m- I might have worked for Ghost Kids Camp. I can't okay. remember. I think Let's I did. Let's just say you did. Uh, and then I also did uh, I, I did one for Stagecrafters. They did an improv oh, okay. camp there. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between teaching kids and adults? Is there any? Uh, yeah, there is. Elaborate. I mean, it depends on what age. The kids uh, you teach at DCP, I guess. Or is there a wide range, age range? Or I thought it's mostly like kind of 10 it's towards... It's generally... Well, DCP is generally uh, junior high or high school. Um, but, I mean, it really can range from school to school. Like, uh, we have some schools that we go into that are more of like where the kids sign up for it. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like they're just ready to go yeah like they're they they are basically an improv team and they're excited about it and then um then you have uh some classes that you go into where it's like more of like you're going into a full classroom of like 30 students yeah and you're in the middle of the school day and some of them are really into it and some of them are sort of like why are you who are you why are you you know like yeah they're they're not necessarily like their ambition is not to be a performer um do you get those kids like in gym class that would just sit on the bleachers the whole time and complain um i mean generally you you do get some kids that want to be like bystanders a little bit more but usually they end up enjoying it you know and getting into it somewhat or like at some point in time especially well you know if like we kind of like make them get into it like which sounds bad <laughs> but no but i mean some sometimes the kids that like you know will be like i don't want to do that or like or might might be quieter you know if you're like hey you should get up for this game and they get up and then they're the ones that are like holy crap they've been like hiding this like talent yeah. you know like they're the ones that are awesome you know just they're afraid yeah. to do it so um it's good being in both you know i like both environments how has that experience been for you like teaching like uh like kids the youth yeah Uh, great i love it you know even when i've had you know more difficult classes where it's you know maybe a class that's just like maybe more of them are not into it um it's still like yeah it's always it's always worth it in the end Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like we haven't talked a lot about your improv per mm-hmm. se, but I will say you're one of my favorite improvisers to watch. I think that you do a really good job. Like you have really rich characters, and Thank especially you. especially focusing on voice. And you, we've actually heard <laughs> we've heard hints of it. Actually, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like a very grandiose voice. You know, like like oh, you know, like I. That's not even like a good description. Like almost like a New England, like Connecticut <laughs> kind of upper crust. You know. <laughs> Stiff upper, upper North lips. Atlantic. Yeah, no, like mid Atlantic. I sound accent. like I'm from the North Atlantic. No, like the mid. You know, I did have an affinity for Boston when I went there. Yeah, <laughs> that's not North Atlantic. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. Can you talk a little bit about your improv process mm. if you have one, or how you arrived at that? Because I will say that there are certain improvisers that t- sort of ground themselves in characters, and you're definitely, in my opinion, one of those people. I don't know that I've like once again have not made a plan for my life, so I've not made a plan for my improv. Like yeah. I didn't necessarily like think like this is how i gotta do it like i didn't i wasn't like strategizing yeah you know when i first started improvising i had no idea what i was doing i was mm-hmm. just sort of like throwing myself into it and it was like okay yeah oh i got yeah um but was I mean, that but is that something you've done like more recently or did you like kind of do that from the beginning you mean throwing myself into it or character the stuff character stuff oh uh, no i think characters from the beginning yeah um but I it, I don't even know if it was a conscious thing. I think I just, that's, you know, like, thinking about when I first started really watching, like, sketch comedy was, like, Saturday Night Live, and I always loved the characters on yeah. there. And then just watching a lot of good and bad TV growing up in mm-hmm. the 80s and early 90s or whatever. It's, like, yeah. just watching all the characters. Like, I, so to me, I don't know. I, I don't really... Clever is not funny to me. I mean, it can be funny. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I definitely laugh at clever things, and I like clever things. But yeah. to me, like, situations are more funny. People are more... Like, just regular people are funny. So, like, that's why characters are funnier. So, I think... I didn't, it, I didn't necessarily consciously, like, oh, I gotta play these characters. But I yeah. think I just... That's kind of what I do, because that's what I see and I like. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it, does. it makes total sense. Is that something that you did even before improv? You know what I mean? Like when you're around with your friends, you're like, oh, I'm this person, you know, like. and Yeah. No, I when I first started improvising, <coughs> I was like, oh, I kind of like, yeah, like I. Well, I, I realized how many bits I did with friends before that. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, that's all we do is yes and each other. Like, yeah, like we just are like, we'll throw something it's out there. Banter. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and add on to it. And it's like suddenly, you know, we start we started by talking about a Snickers bar. And we've talked about this tour of the world with, you know, a fake band that we created or something. So yeah. I probably do it less now, but I still do it. But where it's like, I realized I would say things like in different voices, like not, I, hopefully not obnoxiously, not like, ah, I'm going to be the wacky guy, you know, yeah. like, uh, no, I but, don't, that's, I, it def, I don't get that, you but, know, but just sort of like where I would be in a situation and see something from a perspective that maybe it wasn't mine. And so kind of say it in that voice, if that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Like you're saying very grounded things, but in like an unusual voice yeah. is the best way that I can think to describe it. And also you also make noises too, that make me laugh all the time. Like, <laughs> like sometimes we'll just be like, this will be like, ah, you know, like that, you know, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. it's, it's like a response <laughs> to somebody, you know what I mean? Like, so like, and, uh, and sometimes you get into like a back and forth with someone like where you both make noises to each other. You'll be like, ah, ah, you know, like that. And I think noises say more than words sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's another thing that words like, yeah, I do actually think that, but I also, when I'm on stage, I'm not like consciously like, I'm not going to talk right now. I'm going to make noises. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just like, that's, I don't know. I think a lot of times I'm at a loss for words. So that's easier for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think like it's interesting that you say that because I, the guests we've talked to on the show, it seems like people that I really admire for their character work, almost all of them say they they've been doing that since before they started improv. Yeah, it's like I didn't didn't realize it. Yeah, and I wonder if that's it's almost like an innate thing that I don't know if you can teach. I mean, do you think you can teach character, or like do is that your experience too? Because I mean, there are definitely people that are good at doing characters, but I mm-hmm. seem like people that seem to disappear into stuff. Like, for example, even in Antenna, like the film stuff, like the woman trying to order too many choices. That was yeah. that was a great sketch. That was one of my, and also the the real estate wine lady. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was so funny. And I mean, I can Play see drugs. why you won an award. You know what I mean? Because those were definitely some of the richest characters. No offense to anybody else in the show, but it was like a, a, a different thing. But it's almost like you take on this personality with voice. You know what I? I mean mm-hmm. other people do it with like mannerism and stuff but you like put on these voices and it's like huh you know voices and facial expressions especially with the person ordering the menu like you're just like ah, i don't know like well you know like it's very like physical you know like jake is laughing yeah. now but you know what i'm trying to say like jake's laughing because he's been trying to say something oh yeah i didn't want to cut you off i don't like people coming off yeah that's one of my pet peeves being yeah. cut off I treat people how I want to be treated. Jake, just say it. <laughs> All right, my bad. My bad. <laughs> no, you see what I did? I, I just heard you, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Dual meaning. Okay. Just say it. And All you right. cut me off. All <laughs> right. No. Um, one of my favorite characters you done know was um, he played this over-the-top religious mom. And um, I forgot the name oh, of the show. Oh, Carrie. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, at the ring yeah. Wall. That was the, fun. Was, oh, yeah. What was the name of the show? Uh, like, it was... Uh, uh, oh, God damn it. It was a hello, mix. Hello, God, it's me, Carrie, or something yeah. like that. It, yeah. was, it was based it was off a, a book of, or something. Yeah. It was a mix of Carrie. Yeah, okay. and then Carrie. Okay. So, but then, and it turned into a musical. So it was a mm-hmm. mix of the movie and the book. Or, well, oh. the, they're both books, really. Okay. Um, yeah. But that was, yeah, that was a real good character. That was probably my favorite oh, character I've seen you play. Because, um, I don't know, for some reason, it reminded me of 
Kathy Bates for some reason. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> Kathy Bates-esque. Oh, really? <laughs> I just play crazy assholes, I think. <laughs> crazy and drunk assholes. I don't know. But, I you know, like it, it's people. interesting what you said about being clever because, yeah, thinking about it, that's true. You say very grounded things. It's more about the person they are rather than what they're actually saying. Yeah. Uh, even in like, because like the kind of the the bookends or the the running theme through Antenna is like this children's television show mm-hmm. uh, in like another country, and you're playing a woman with a cowboy hat and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you're throwing cocaine into the audience and things like that. But it's still also very grounded like it's not like you're saying wacky things other than you know have some cocaine but you know like i mean that was probably a little wacky but other a lot of it is you know and even the stuff in the the restaurant like you don't say anything wacky you're just this woman that's having like a hard time like you know like deciding so i mean that's just an interesting i'm putting out that i that that i've noticed now are those characters like people that you worked on because i was actually looking through your facebook uh Mm -hmm. as i do with all our guests if they let me uh and there was a picture of you at go and you were wearing a wig and a pantsuit much like the character in too many choices oh yeah no 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 that um is that an ongoing well no actually that's funny because that character that you saw me saw the picture of yeah was actually the character barba from the real estate scene oh okay uh the drunken character yeah but I didn't think that scene was going in the show. Okay. Or maybe it hadn't been written at the time. And we filmed the uh, the short for too many choices. And it's that wig and that outfit seemed yeah. right for that character. So I used it. And then I was like, shit. <laughs> I, used, yeah. I used Barba's outfit. Yeah. So then Barba became a brunette. Oh, okay. I was curious uh, so about her outfit that. changed. Yeah. So do you tend to like approach things like do the, the characters come out of like stuff you've been doing for years or is it more like in the mm. moment you think of a thing and then kind of like how do you develop a character over time or do you do that at all? I don't necessarily develop a character over time. I've like I feel like I have like characters that are similar over time mm-hmm. but like I don't necessarily usually play like for you know I played Barba that was in a Matt Noss variety show. That's oh, okay. I, so I, didn't, it was a, I didn't realize it was a, that. It was a short bit in that. Um, and then I played her again in uh, Antenna. But normally, I haven't really, like, had... Like, most of the characters I've played in shows, they've just stayed in those shows. Mm. And I'd have... But I definitely have, like... I think I have a character style that I yeah. do. Um like, are those things you keep in mind, like, in terms of writing, do you think of writing, like, longer pieces or, like, scripts or anything like that with those characters? Or no, you're just, like, they're done and they're out in the world and that's it? Usually, yeah. I mean, usually if I, yeah, I think about writing a new script or, you know, uh, working on a bit, I'm thinking of a newer char- a new character. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't usually pull from old characters. Although I have, like, thought about that, like, lately, kind of like, oh, maybe I should just, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Some people do that. Some people do that a lot. Do you have but any new characters you'd like to reveal? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way Lori's I mean, been shutting down Jim is maybe my favorite part of this whole episode. It's like class all it's over. That fami- <laughs> it's that familiarity and contempt. You know, it's like, mm, I probably should have a new I don't know. No. Like, do you have, I know you said you don't have big dreams, but what are your little dreams, Lauren? Little dreams, little dreams. Like her improv goals? Yeah. Oh, my career improv goals. Squad goals, career goals. Do you plan to keep 
sticking on this path or is there something you've always wanted to do like go back and become a french teacher or no live in another uh, country or oh uh, well maybe live in another country oh. might not be bad mm-hmm. um but no, no I, I i guess at this point i'm i'm planning on continuing on this improv path i've mm-hmm. been uh lucky to be able to um make most of my living um from like well a lot of like from teaching yeah um teaching directing and stuff like that so um i would like to continue doing that i would like to uh um put more stuff out into the world to send out like i would like to uh you know better my writing portfolio it's something Mm -hmm. that's like kind of like i think this is the uh (laughs) <laughs> the the bad part of me not having big you know big plans like yeah. i should have a writing portfolio i've only yeah. been doing it for 15 years yeah. you know i should have like a solid portfolio so like just kind of like uh building up uh stuff like that maybe trying to you know just do more do more with writing mm-hmm. um and in in outside communities but i still i mean the way i see it now it would still be based here um but yeah um, have you ever thought of like did you ever think of moving uh uh, like to another city or did you like get burned out on improv and like I'm going to walk away from it all? Um, I have been burnt out at times, but I've never considered walking away from it all. I have considered moving at times, but it's, I've never been full outright. Like I'm going to move, which is why I've never moved. Mm-hmm. Cause generally like if I, if I have that feeling, I would have gone and done it. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, I mean, even when I first started improvising and did get got into it and was like, oh, this is something I like. I kind of I don't know. I was like, you know, back then I was like, maybe I'll have a theater someday. You know, like, I don't know. I I never thought like, oh, I got to go to Hollywood. And um, although, you know, I did think about like going out to L.A. I would love the idea of being like a character actor in L.A. sounds wonderful. So you haven't ruled it out. No, okay. I haven't ruled it out, but I also own a house here and, mm-hmm. and love what I do here. So yeah. I, I, it probably won't happen. So finally, what do you, what do you like most about it? Oh, boy. Uh, I, you, the only reason I'm having trouble with this is because I, uh, I have a hard time picking favorites. Um, well, let's say a couple things. Community. <laughs> that's why <one. laughs> like a robot no it is uh yeah no co- uh <laughs> community i do i like the the fact that we are it's a collaborative process which you know after after a while of doing this i thought maybe i didn't want to collaborate so much but after i tried to do more stuff on my own i was like no collaboration is good uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't trust yourself. Uh, (laughs) That's the lesson of this podcast. No, yeah, no community. It's very, it's a very supportive community. You know, I, I I think it still remains that way. Mm -hmm. Would you say it's the best community in the world? I mean, I don't know. I haven't experienced all the communities in the world. (laughs) I'm going to guess not only because, (laughs) (laughs) uh, not because it's not great, but I just, you know, my mind started going to like very, you know, tropical very natural places where i'm like people are probably just like living just like they wake up and then they well i think he meant improv community oh i don't care i meant all communities yeah he didn't specify that yeah and i don't know about the other improv communities although i would say maybe yes you think of the caribbean all the fishermen just start doing bits with each other all day no, they're just relaxed. No, they don't try. They, no, they're just like, too relaxed we, to do bits. I know. We all know improv Which sucks. I improv sucks that. in the Caribbean. Let's just be honest. Mm. Unless it's on a cruise ship, yeah. brought to you by Second City. Ooh. <laughs> and with that, Lauren, thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren Vickers. Everybody, give it up. Ooh.
Very extended applause. Now we move on to the Lauren Fates of the back line. So she's still here, but it's Mm -hmm. the non-Lauren portion of the show. But don't lean back in your chair, Lauren. You are going to take part in this. Okay. You're you're just one of us now. You're back among the mortals. (laughs) So first thing, Heather wanted to do a Heather's feelings about this podcast she wants to do. And I said no. And this is what we all said. Yeah, we all said no. But it's not to say, first of all, that's not a feeling. That's just a plug. And also... I, you have a history, Heather, like it or not, of I talking do. about things that never come to fruition. And it's betting true. on them. Okay. So uh, and what, shaming us into doing them. So what, what? I... So what? You feel shamed? Jim, <laughs> Jim feels no Let me shame. handle this. So what I'm saying is, once you have a podcast produced... Yeah. I am more than happy to plug it on the show. Okay. Well, well I'll then, plug it. I'll un- plug it until I die. Yeah. Every un- day that life. might be sooner than you think if you keep uh, irritating Heather. But <laughs> I would never act in a violent way. Towards would you me. threaten violence towards me? I would not threaten violence. Would, if, if there was a building like falling on Jim, would you allow it to happen? I don't neglect. Well, you, could I stop a building from falling? Yeah, I'd say, Jim, a- get out of the way. You have a I button grab, that I stops his arm the Okay, but would you hold your tongue and not say, hey, Jim, get out of the way? No. If, I, okay, okay, I think that's that. your fault, if Jim, Jim, for not was, being okay, observant. If, you probably wouldn't listen. <laughs> Let's say Jim was... And Tony would say it like, a, like 20 seconds later, but it would be too late. But you heard him. Yeah. So let's say Jim was hanging like off the edge of a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Would you, let, assuming you had the upper body strength to pull him to safety? I would. Okay. But I don't have that strength. Okay. But if I did, I would. Wait, okay. would you just assume you didn't and not try? No, I would definitely Jim, try. Jim, do you think she has the Jim. upper body strength to pull you up off I the edge of a cliff? I think she has, if she had the willpower to even try, I would appreciate that. I right? would, Jim, I would always <laughs> try to save your life. So, anyway, the short, the, let's cut to the quick here. If okay. you produce an episode of a podcast, happy to promote it. Until then, I'm not going to like go through weeks of you talking about this podcast and it never happens. By okay. weeks, do you mean months? Yes. I well, think you know what? My feelings about this are that um, I know why... I guess I know why you feel this way. Yes. Because of your past experience with me promising... <laughs> yeah. To do something that I, that I never <laughs> what did. What if you promised, Heather? Okay, Lauren. Well, Lauren, I'm still going to write a rap song. An I album. was about to a ask full, you about that. Full, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm not going to bring it up because they're giving me a lot of shit about it. But my new goal for myself mm-hmm. is to have this rap song finished before May. Okay. <laughs> Why May? Why May? Oh, yeah. May? You need to like, give yourself a shorter deadline. A shorter deadline? Yeah, that's the only way I get anything done. I don't... Well, May, Look. as Jay, uh, Jake knows, that's the anniversary of when Grandmaster Flash met the Furious Five. That's why you picked May. That yeah. is one of the reasons why. Uh, it is one of the reasons why. <laughs> but um, I, uh, we had a bet that I would write a rap song by my birthday, which was New Year's Eve, and I did not do that. The New Year's Eve, last year. I had to write the song and a, like have a fully How many months did you have to do that? A year, no, essentially. It was from August to December. Okay, but anyway, what I'm saying is, you know, no offense yeah, to you. Like, I'm just saying no, I'm just going I'm not offended okay. by your that. But, but what's the hold up on it? Like, what's going on? No, don't. Let's not get into that. We're not getting into <laughs> I, that. Jake, I have a lot of ideas. Yes, it's fine. Look, I, I mean, I, you need studio time. Need some beats. You know what I'm saying? I got you. No, bro. I got a guy. I got a guy. I have a producer. He's ready. He's been ready. You mean Jack Connery? John Connery. John Connery. Shout out, Ann Arbor's finest. Um, 
<laughs> but I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, if you just do, you, oh my God. I just would like you guys to support me. Heather, I have every confidence that you can do this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you could could do not, it. not in the rap song, in my oh. pot, in my podcast. No, that, you yeah. could about do anything. That. I think you can do yeah. anything you want. It but is support. All, it's, just, it's just brutal support. We all think it's yeah. a great idea, and you can do it if you choose to. Exactly. Yeah. If you choose. But to. we are also not going to sit here and have you talk about it endlessly, and then not come to. Fr- I don't think it's fair to the listeners. Well, my feelings. You are can that talk that about it all you want off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I haven't. You know what? I have different feelings. Now Keep let's move on to Lauren. How do you feel about taking all this in as someone who's never listened to the podcast? <laughs> let's go to Lauren. I should feelings. say something like this happens every week. We always fight. I yeah. see. I see. There's a lot of. Do you think fighting is healthy or unhealthy in this context? Oh, unhealthy. Well, it's not, it's not helping. Don't leave the witness. <laughs> I think you know it could be healthy, although. I think that Heather feels prodded right now, mm-hmm. and I think that maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe the uh, you know maybe you could ask her how can we help you achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. They don't well, want to help. Maybe me. that's how I think I can help her achieve her goal is by prodding her into doing it. Has that worked in the past? Maybe I just haven't done it hard enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no, Jim. <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to Why another beloved order? segment. Um, job updates. Job, job updates. Job updates. Job updates. Job updates. Job updates. All right, that's Job updates. No, that was the A-team. Anyway, <laughs> Heather, do you know what the A-team is? The A-Team? Oh, they made a movie about it, so you probably do. No. You think I saw that movie? But you probably <laughs> saw the commercials for it. All? Do you know what the A-Team is? It's it's something old. Okay, I'll take that. She it's knows. It's a TV show, right? Yeah. It's an yes. old TV show. Yes. Does, this, does this sound familiar? I pity the fool. I yeah. pity the fool. Who says that? Yeah. Well, he kind of gave it away. Someone from the A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, Heather, you have a job update. I do have a job update. This is a real one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! So, um, so last, well, last um, podcast that we recorded, I talked about how, I think I talked about how I applied for a job because I'd done it that day. Um, The next day, they called me to set up an interview. So I had an interview for a job on Friday, mm-hmm. and um, it I seemingly went well. So she just in general terms, this is a social work job, this is a, a job social related work to your recent degree. Job, yes, um, at a local nonprofit okay. um, that deals with mental health. Yeah, kind of like the Make a Wish Foundation or bi- or Build a Bear. Build a Bear, apparently. yeah, Build a Bear, just like Build a Bear. Like Build a Bear. Okay, I didn't hear that before, but I'll agree with that. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so think of how anonymous this makes you. What? No one's no ever gonna, one no one's ever gonna guess work. what it really is now. <laughs> it's Build a Bear. Yeah. Find me at the mall. Okay. Helping children with their feelings. All right, so or you got a job at Build a Bear for real? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so I interviewed for this job and they said that they're just waiting for my background check. Mm-hmm. Um so it's only been a couple days. So I haven't had gotten the like official word, but it's promising. I have a friend that works there, and he said it sounded good. So um, next podcast, I might have a super official 
new so, job title. Well, that's great. That's so, it, huh? are you? And we support you in that, Heather. Are Thanks. you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How excited are you? Trying to hold yourself back from being excited, a or today? So, I on a scale of one to ten, build a bears. Ten be, build a bears, bears being. Oh, ten bears. That's how excited you no, are. No, no, no. I'm asking. Okay, so like from one to ten bears, how excited am yeah. I? It's a, well, it's a, a Lauren is like what I'm like this is a running joke on the show. Well, it's I'm I'm overall I guess I'd say I'm like I'm eight bears oh, excited because bears. I'm I'm very excited to leave my current job. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, I'm very yeah. excited to start something new, and you know I did. I did my time in school, and mm-hmm. now like I, I kind of gave myself the summer mm-hmm. to do whatever. Yeah, and, you're and good timing. so it's time. Like I'm excited to be like moving on and growing and and doing something new and something that um, I actually am passionate about, and not just like a a job that I just go to every day. And, yeah. Um, but today I got started getting a little like, well, what if? You what what if I don't get it? get it? I don't want to be too excited. Okay. But I mean, well, everything points do? towards I am going to get this job. But I don't want to like be super disappointed if I don't. Yeah. But what if you do get it? If I do get this job, I think I'm really going to like it because the people there were really nice. Will you run around your house screaming? No. Okay. I, Will you make a celebratory gesture like at the end of uh, The Breakfast Club? Yes. Or that scene where uh, Tom Cruise slides around in his underwear. I might do that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Will you call your mom over to have her clean your house? I am gonna, I am gonna clean my house very soon, but yeah. I can't tell you why. It's an oh. upcoming project oh. that I have. Oh. Oh. I, think, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John and Jake are pouring shots for one mm-hmm. another. Jake's very excited about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I have a job update. Oh, Jim, what's your job update? <laughs> Just that I'm lately been happy with my job. <laughs> you do real estate photography. Yeah, and it's going late? well. The last couple of weeks I've had more jobs, and oh, it's awesome. building up. And, uh, you know, I've been able to sustain myself financially with it. Oh, and, great. Uh, you know, my yeah. photos are just getting better, and I'm getting more clients, and they're happy with the work. So, Are you closer to living the dream? Yeah. You know, Jim, I heard the other day that uh, someone was trying to sell their house for like months and then you took some pictures and they had 15 showings in a week. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the... Is that really true? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said the owner was trying to sell it themselves and then they hired him. And, uh, you know, after three months of no showings, I took the photos and stuff and he said he had it sold within two weeks. Oh, okay. You know, so he's, you know, he's one of those guys who's like, I think he's just calling me for every single one. Nice listing he's got. So. You you don't do real estate. You do just the photography side of it. Yes. Well, ah, he, I didn't know that was a separate thing. Well, he got well, his yeah. real estate you license. You don't okay. you don't you don't uh you don't like try to uh, like sell houses no more. No, I did a couple and um, let me get you your know, license. Huh? Let me get your license. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the nice thing is that I have a license. I can go into houses without the real estate agent being there. I'm legally allowed to be in the oh, house getting the. That's you know, a nice, the, way, to, the that's a nice oh. way to hustle that. So it, save, hustle that. it saves the real estate agents Can't a lot knock of time. the hustle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I realized it was a separate job. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the houses sell it. Like, because you, you go on the mm, apps or whatever. That's, that's mm-hmm. all I do is look at houses and fantasize about living in them. Yeah. You know, just like the photos. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, like, where you see the pictures, like, what the fuck? What were they thinking when they took these pictures? Yeah, like, and this it's like a $400,000 listing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lauren, do you have a job update? Um, I like my job. I've been very busy lately. Because mm-hmm. um, when does your boss come back from maternity leave? Yeah. Um, probably like the first week of October, somewhere around there. Right. But I'm I'm also like, because I'm still doing my regular job. Well, it was kind of... You're doing two jobs. Kind of. I mean, the my, my regular job, which is like teaching for them amps up more like starting about now and then going into the fall and the winter so um the crossover is a little busy okay john do you still have a your mysterious job which you're not allowed to talk about what you do how's that going it's going great training's been going well Mm -hmm. uh i don't have to go into work tomorrow but i can if i want to which is great are you gonna go don't come no okay i'm gonna sleep (laughs) all right I saw my new office for the first time, the one in Royal Oak. And it you looks, have your own office? Uh, well, I share it with a couple people. Okay. There's only like four of us in a big office. Nice. It's going to be sweet. Do you have to, like, what's the dress code? Do you have to wear like a shirt and tie and stuff? Like business casual. I just have to look okay. And then, okay. You know, you just go through and you're like, hey, let me, uh, let me help you out there, buddy. With the thing that we can't talk about. <laughs> yeah. We're, all, then the we're guys, all laughing because we know what it is. And then the guy's like, uh, okay, here you go. And then... Uh, have you had to do... Well, I'm going to cut this out, but have no. you had to do that thing yet? No, I haven't. You should, one, oh, don't cut this out. Okay. And two, no, I haven't had to do that thing yet. Okay. Uh, if, if the listeners we've been, we've been on d- different stuff. Okay. Now John is showing us something that we can't talk about. I mean, that was creating the line noise. Oh, Maybe. you know what? That's a good. Oh, question. that's probably what it is. Maybe, ah. but it's not. John, you've heard it, right? Like, oh yeah, and yeah. I've been looking around. It's not yeah, me or Jake. That's a good thing. How yeah. long? How much longer do you have to have that thing? Uh, till Thursday. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Jake, job update. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm at another spot right now. Another restaurant working at. You talked about it on your episode. Huh? You call the place out by name on the previous episode. Oh, I'm not there no more. Oh, you're yeah, not? You quit that place? The hotel? His job, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you quit the hotel. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I left, man. Like, oh. I keep my ear to the street. If I see something better, I'm out, man. I'm always looking for new shit. But what? you left before you found something. Hmm? What you mean? Are you working right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm working. Oh, what are you, where are you working now? At the new spot. What's the I, new spot? Steve's Deli. Oh, oh okay. that sounds Wait, good. where is that? Yeah, where is it? I, know so, I think it's Bloomfield Hills. I think it's on it's Maple and Telegraph. Oh yeah, you did tell us. Oh, that. I yeah. used to work at that Jimmy John's right there. Yeah. Wait, is this? I, the I didn't tell y'all that. Wait, do you live? I think you mentioned there? something about Bloomfield. Hills. I live in Southfield. I live on like thirteen oh, okay. miles on Southfield Road, so it's not that far. Okay. It's probably ten like, minutes. How did you away. make your way? Like there, yeah. I mean, I I worked all over the place. Wait, so yeah. you're not in the deli inside the hotel anymore? No, I ain't been no. there since uh, a few weeks. Oh, okay. Weeks. All right, I just wanted to make clear. Uh, make but I'm clear. also uh, trying to get my... I'm also in the real estate game a little bit, too. Not officially. I took the real estate exam. Oh, you did? But I didn't pass. Okay. I was very close to passing, but I didn't pass. But I so you're going to retake it? So I got to retake it, yeah. When the test was hard as fuck. When are you going to retake it again? Uh, Don't know. Probably then within the next week. Okay. Are you going to take any online classes in the interim to like bone up on the real estate game? Not online classes, but probably like take practice exams and shit like that. Okay. Anyway, that uh, brings us to a new segment, Tony and Jake's Theater Reviews. Before we get into that. (laughs) What? No, I'm just saying before we get into that. Oh, all right. I'm just saying like, like, Lauren, you was in the first sketch show I ever seen improv-wise or whatever. It was I America. You remember that shit? Oh, I, I America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was in that mm-hmm. shit. 
yeah, it was uh, actually I forgot what it was about, but it was I Me liked too. it a lot, and I remember Steve Jobs <laughs> died during your run too. What? Like, yeah, yeah, boss. Which was weird that yeah, yeah. But a standout scene was uh, you and um. Andrew Seiler, y'all had a scene where y'all like oh in the grocery store yeah yeah the grocery yeah. store scene where y'all met fell in love and broke up all in the, in the like all at once in the grocery store mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty good I liked it it was a standout yeah. scene no that me. was a fun scene too I think I want to say Andrew wrote that I I I did not write that yeah. produce yeah. style is a real bitch yeah a lot can happen but I just want to say that yeah okay oh, thanks. I'm very good. I uh, enjoyed that. Now we move <laughs> now on. Now we're going to the all right, well, yeah, yeah. All right, you, you are cutting me off. See, yeah, you're yeah, learning see? now. That's fine. I'm, I know. I'm, just, I'm fine with that. I'm just paying you back. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, please. Uh, oh, boss. So, you know, uh, boss, you're a good boy. Anyway. Surprise. Um, oh. <laughs> Jake is like, boss is fries. like Jake's new best, or Jake is boss's new best friend because he's feeding him french fries. So, like, Jake gets up and the boss follows him around. He's like, who is this magical person? Speaking of magical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That was good. All that right. was so good. Don't leave me hanging. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that was a bad high five. Okay. It was. It was, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it was the worst. That was like the worst. I'm so glad this isn't a video podcast. Well, no, that was like the worst high five ever. Yeah, he's not going to bite you. You can put your hand in his oh, mouth. Like he accidentally hit him with a fry. I accidentally smacked your dog. Or oh, that's all right. He don't care. It's like you can do it what you want if you're giving him a free french fries. He's so excited right now. He's like, what is going on? He's like, I can't. Like he's eating. Like imagine somebody chewing with this look of confusion on their face. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> Boz, you're so cute. So Jake and I on Sunday saw a show by Mark Kendall. Saturday. Well, kind Saturday. Of yeah, kind Saturday. Of Sunday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Well, kind of it was like a 11:45 slash midnight show at Go Comedy. Oh, um, yeah, it was a free oh, show. I did not. And it's going on during DIY Fest. Uh, what's uh, what was the name of it, Jake? You don't want to say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay. It was very magical. It's called the Magic Negro and Other Blackness. Yeah, and uh, it was really good. Like I had not heard about it, but I guess Mark Kendall was in town teaching workshops uh, at Pointless and Go. And Go. Yep. Yeah. And Jake said, "Hey, you're going to see the show?" And I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And then he's like, "Come and see it." And then he basically harassed me. He's like, "Tony, you better come and see it." I'm like, "Fine, I'll come and see it." You know, because we're friends. But I was glad he did because it was an excellent show. Basically, I don't know how would you describe the show if you would, Jake. I mean, it's pretty much like about like. It's a one-man show. It was a one, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> you want to explain? No, you. Uh, I just wanted to get <laughs> that out. Oh, no, can, no, no. You we say can tag team. No, no. Two it's, okay, want. I'll jump in if, if needed. Yeah, I'm like, like tag me. I'll tag you in. All you right. Know what I'm saying? All, All right. right. Um, so pretty much, it was a one-man show about like how like blacks were representing the media. Tag in. Okay, and it was very. I think a lot of it by design. He, I think he performs it for mostly white audiences generally. And he likes to make the audience uncomfortable. There's a lot of like, ra- there's a lot of like racial jokes and things about how blacks are pulled over by the police. I, I mean, he made, I mean, he made a lot of people uncomfortable because there's a lot of black people in the audience too. Yeah, and I see, I seen them cringing a little bit. Like, yeah, God damn. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that, that's a good point. Uh, and so, you know, he has. A, there's a lot of sketches like. One about a guy who's a black le- leprechaun and he's arguing with a cab driver over why he's discriminated against, whether it's because he's black or a leprechaun. There's a segment in the show where he actually does stand up, which I thought was really good stand up as Frederick Douglass, like in the modern day. <laughs> and he had like this line 
<laughs> he had this like he would just talk about like these different things, uh, and then he would punctuate every punchline. He'd be like, "Freddie said it like that." <laughs> I don't want to give away too much of the show, like because I'd recommend. I really recommend you see it. It's one of the funnier shows I've seen in a long time because it's really my kind of humor. Because I like humor that makes people that kind of strikes that truth. You know, like it's, it's so it's a lot of social commentary. Uh, he has a whole sketch where he plays the race card. Uh, like for example, he went into. Do you think it's all right to like talk about the bits he does? Yeah, I like, like a few. Okay, well, there's one bit where he goes. There was a guy in the audience. He's a black guy, and he's like, and he's talking about the race card. He's like, here's where you play the race card, you know. And he had an actual card, and he's like, sir, when a when a, a police cop a police officer pulls you over, what do you do? You know, so what do you give him? And the guy's like, you give him the race card. And he's like, wrong. You give him your license and your registration. It's like, what's wrong with you? You know? <laughs> and then, and then uh, th- that kind of stuff. And then he had a white guy, uh, JR, uh, who we know, who. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on stage. And he gave him a box of Lucky Charms. And he said, I want you to make friends with a black person and give them this box of Lucky Charms and take a picture of it and post it on the Go Comedy website. So look for that on the Go Comedy website if he's done it. He was having trouble. Like After the show, he was trying to make friends with these black people, and they, had no, they did not want anything to do with it <laughs> in the lobby. It was so great. <laughs> like I, I don't know if you agree. I thought it's something you don't see a lot. And I told him, I talked to him a little bit after the show, as did Jake, that it's something you don't see a lot of in improv around here and maybe anywhere is which is social commentary you know not to say that improv isn't entertaining mm-hmm. or funny but you don't see like those things tend not to come up i mean in in the improv here and i thought that was really interesting what he did and it's also sometimes like stand up and sketch might not play to that same crowd you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was i would say it's mostly improvisers in the well yeah. you well know. you see we see social commentary sometimes like like you see it with newsish yeah like, okay that's mm-hmm. a fair point but I mean, I guess, but that's more scripted. You know what I mean? Like actual like improv sets. Yeah. Uh, and I know his stuff was sketched, but I was like, that really made me think. I was like, wow, you know, why, why couldn't we do that? You know what I mean? It would be, I think it would be interesting because there's a lot of, I think, humor to be mined. Like the, he had the audience laughing hard for a lot of stuff. And I think some also, of that problem is uh, the 90% white guys would yeah. get in trouble. Yeah, that's true. I think it's our responsibility, Jake. Or to do social commentary. Yeah. That's the thing we got to do. I mean, do. that's a, I mean, yeah, we're, that's, See, that's our thing. You know, because I yeah, think we about. Gotta call, we got to call that stuff out. We can't do regular comedy talking about regular shit. We, yeah. we got to talk about all the Exactly. Shit. We have a, a platform and a, and a mission. Like, I mean, Jake, he, when he goes to the black community center and when I go to the Indian community center, you know, in our Indian <laughs> and black communities, we, you know, we get asked these questions. Like, why aren't you repping the community? You know, <laughs> but you come to the community center, but you're not going to, you know. Like I play cricket and Jake plays. Uh, I get tonk. I you know? get crucified verbally all the time when I go to the Black Recreation Community Center. Yeah, all the time. See, <laughs> these are the see these are the things white people don't know. There's actually when they say the community, there's actually mm-hmm. community, and ha- each community has a center. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Chinese Center is the best. They have the best. It's fun. true. Yeah, I'm jealous of the Chinese Center, but you know, the Indian black ones are all right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I don't know, <laughs> they be, they just be like. My center, they'd be asking me, like, are you representing us right? And what do you say? Can you honestly say that you are, Jake? And I'd be like, I'd be like, nah, man. Like, I'd be saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, be walking around just saying random onomatopoeias to people. Damn, man. I'd be wearing Jordans. <laughs> 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 Fuck it. Jordan 6s? Jordan 6s. Any number. All right. 
any any number, Jordan. I'm so yeah, I guess what we're saying. So I would say I give it on a scale of one to ten yes ands. I give it, I would say, like nine yes ands. How many yes ands would you give it? Said I was about accurate, probably about nine. Yeah, it was really it was. You know, you could tell he'd rehearsed it before. It's a very tight show, first of all. And if he ever comes again, I would recommend you know you go check it out because mm-hmm. it's it's worth it. It's it's a show, one of those rare shows that makes you think, makes you uncomfortable, which is my favorite kind of humor, because uh, it's like you know there there was a lot of this kind of laughter, like ha ha ha, you know, like yeah. like it was just like you know kind of like you know he was working it in there. So I want my home like. A couple of my homies came through, like, to watch the show. I didn't oh, know yeah? it was coming. Oh, okay. And, like, um, this one guy in particular, um, he's seen a few of my improv shows. And, like, he's like a he's like a guy who, like, doesn't like anything. Like, he always got <laughs> something to say. <laughs> Is he the one that makes fun of you for liking Nas? No. Okay. Fuck him. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> You, you don't want the guy who cried at the Jay Z concert? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> no. No. Dude, to reiterate, this is your friend, right? Huh? To reiterate, this is your friend. Oh, that's my homie. Okay. Love him to death. Love him to death. All right. But fuck him. All right. <laughs> um, no, his other other friend, uh, he came through. He don't like, he, he doesn't like anything. Like, he always got some, he always got something to say. He's like a real art. Contrary. Art, he's an artsy guy. No, oh, I see. He does like, Art and shit, yeah. Whatever he paints and all the other shit. Okay, one of them type of motherfuckers. All right. So he, um, <laughs> I mean, y'all know, y'all know the type of motherfucker. I'm yeah, talking no, about. no, yeah. No. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you laughing at that or just laughing at me. <laughs> it's just like you're a weird way of talking about your friends. <laughs> I mean, I, I love them, but fuck them. Okay. So look, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm like, I'm watching the show, but at the same time, I'm looking at him the whole time. I see. I look at his expression the whole time. And I'm like, does he like this shit? Because he's been in a few like improv shows. Yeah. And he's just like, just he just like be chill. Like, he barely laughs. Mm-hmm. And like, there be times when like, um, I ask him like, hey, did you like the show? And he'd be like, no, dog. None of those people are funny, dog. Mm. Like, they, they're like, that shit, that shit wasn't funny. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, fuck, man. I was like, <laughs> he was like. He's like, I thought you were funny. I'm like, that's kind of, that's, is that bias? Like, I, yeah. Cause I'm for sure wasn't the funniest motherfucker in the show. Yeah. It's weird. But I don't know. He's just weird. Like, I'm not saying, like, but. Well, like, he's being honest. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. But like, it just thought it was weird. So I was like, he was there and like, <clears throat> I was looking at him the whole time. He was just looking. Now like, he didn't, I don't, I don't see him laugh once. Yeah. And I came to him after the show and I was like, yo, like, did you like it? Cause I was like, I was, I was looking at you the whole time. You just had an ice grill the whole time. Yeah. Like, wasn't not cracking a smile at all. And I was like, no, I like to do. I like, like he, he was like, no, I like the, I like the commentary. I liked um, how he was just like brutal, brutally honest and like didn't really care like how comfortable, uncomfortable the audience was or whatever. He just like he liked it. And I was like, well, yeah, we're aware of showing it because he didn't laugh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't laugh at all, but he was like. <clears throat> Yo, right, really? you're coughing a lot, like. I don't know, sinuses. Is that McDonald's now? It's yeah. all them shots. Oh. So, some shots. Yeah, how many shots have you had? Um, five six. or six. Shit, all right. What? Anyway, keep going before you pass out. I'm not going to pass out. Right. I'm a G. I ain't going right. to pass out. All right. um, <laughs> he liked it. He liked yeah, he it. liked he, it. He had, but he had a funny way of showing it. Yeah, he liked it. He had a funny way of showing it, but he also said like he wished he didn't call the show Magic Negro or something like that. First of all, does everybody know what the Magic Negro means? 
No. Okay. No. So the magic or magical Negro is a term in like storytelling, mostly in modern Hollywood film, where it's like there's like a black guy who's like a wise all-knowing figure that kind of leads the white like he can never be the main character mm. but he like guides the white character like think, in uh, Bagger Vance exactly right? that's the epitome of the, the magic negro uh, or magical negro like mm-hmm. other examples are a lot of roles that like Morgan Freeman played in the ju- mm. in the in the show yeah he, he said, had, actually had a bit about that yeah he show. said he's like it's either Sam Jackson in some in like 90% of his movies and like Morgan Freeman in all of his movies <laughs> you know so like you okay. know like think of the Shawshank Redemption yeah. he was even using uh, Lawrence Fishburne uh, yeah Lawrence Fishburne but he's using like Nick Fury in the Avengers that Samuel <laughs> Jackson played because he's like he just tells what the white people what to do and then it's also the idea of like a black man in trouble also going like a white woman will get him out of that trouble like so many movies you see about a guy on death row or uh, I'm trying to think of there, there's so many examples or like driving Miss Daisy is another one you know that kind of thing what about, so, um, what's the other shit what um fuck is it called Sandra Sandra Bullock yeah with, um, fucking I don't know I forgot the name of that shit but you like adopts the oh the one like, with the Football kid. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name. Oh, of that. Uh, the Blind Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's another example of the. That's a different thing, but he was addressing all those things in his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blade, and he actually Blade. One thing that was interesting about a show that Jake and I talked about. I don't know if he even needed to do this, but he like toward the end of the show, like almost before the end, he stopped and said, "Look, I'm Mark Kendall addressing you, the audience," and he's like, "I just want to talk about how." why I'm doing this, you know, and like, it's like to make people uncomfortable and also to like open communication and stuff like that. And I was telling Jake, I was like, if that was me, I'd have been like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't owe you shit. You know, I don't have to explain mm-hmm. anything to you. I would have just like gone through with it. But that's yeah, me. I would have. Because I, like, I would just like showcase my art and be like, that's it. Yeah. Like, I want to. But like, I, I understand where he's coming from because he was like, because he does this, he says, because he wants to foster communication. And Heather, he yeah. ended the show with one of the love questions, you know, like or one of the fastest. He talked about the love questions uh-huh. and he brought a woman up from the audience and they stared at each other for four minutes. Wow. While they, it's, well, I'm not going to give it away, but it was hilarious what they did. <laughs> they, he just <laughs> stared into her eyes silently for well, four they minutes. Well, played, they played a song three times. Um, <laughs> but it was like the fourth time they did it, it was so funny. Like, they, he remixed it. So, uh, But anyway, I, I feel like I'm giving too much of the show away. So. Oh, I did want to say uh, Monday. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had for a the set, home team. Yeah, you had a set at the uh, My first two-man show with Mike Ramey. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was and, pretty great. Was good. And uh, I just want to say, I was like psyching myself up all week to be nervous yeah like i was nervous about it and i think it's maybe a psychological way to like get my hopes down so that when i do an okay job you know then it's like <laughs> seems like it's awesome or something yeah um because i was happy with how it turned out okay you know? yeah. john i do have a fact of the week all right uh this fact of the week comes from an article i read several months ago oh so i can't yeah. cite the source i will say john is reading <laughs> From memory, no phone consultation. I am reading from memory. Okay, I'm not just remembering, but Direct I'm reading it in my memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about memory. the A team. Okay, more specifically, B. A. Baracus or Mr. T, as the actor yeah, is okay, called. Mr. Yes, Mr. T. Uh-huh. Mr. T wore all his gold necklaces, but have you ever thought about where he got those necklaces? Oh, the jewelry well, store. Well, probably when I was a kid, I thought about it. A little he bit. did not get those from a jewelry store. He was mother. a bouncer at a club. And whenever they would oh. kick somebody out and they found, like, a lost necklace, he'd wear it in case the guy came back 
and he'd give it back to him. He was living, lost, and found. Oh. Wow. oh. That's living, really interesting, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's helping people. That's a good fact of the week, John. So he was helping people as a bouncer, and then he moved on to the A-team where he helped people in trouble. Yeah. So there were mainly men's necklaces, though. You said Probably, but... Yeah. Well, strippers lose necklaces, too. I mean, and I just think everyday women. There's other women than strippers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, when you say yeah. club, I'm the wrong guy, sister. <laughs> when he says club, that's what I... What kind of club, club I But really, it's not. It's just a club where people go to when dance. When he says club, I it think I'm going to listen to music. Yeah, it was a discotheque, Jim. It was a discotheque. Was it, John? You want to read that from your memory? It was a regular ass club. Mr. T's a regular ass ass club. club. Oh, there's an ass club. Then you were right. It was a strip club. (laughs) 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 Anyway, what better way than to dovetail everything? Thanks once again to our guest, Lauren Bickers, who is appearing in a series of stage readings of popular 80s movies at the Ringwall Theater. Uh, Yeah. You can check uh, the Ringwall Facebook page for more information or Lauren's Facebook page if you're friends with her. Uh, I'm bad Uh, at posting. Okay. You'll see it. Yeah. You got to be better than Tony. Check the Ringwall's Facebook page. Yeah, I'm I'm the worst at Facebook and I'm fine. I only post like episodes of the podcast. That's all I do. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, thanks a lot so much for being on. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Jake Russell, now that you've stopped clapping, I'm going to thank you for sitting in with the band. Give it up for Jake. Dipset. (laughs) Dipset. I hope people listening just look that up and figure out what it means Mm -hmm. if they don't know. Four, the wizard, the handsome Jim Harper, the warrior, John Yar, and the maiden true Heather Anonymous is holding her tongue, but it's all for the best. I'm your host, Tony Agusti, saying... (laughs) Play us out, Jim. We have been the After Improv Show. Dipset. <laughs> Dipset to you, sir. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he just...